Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on the program, it's like Die Hard on a cruise ship with monsters and a splash of Jurassic Park. It's Deep Rising. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zedek. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And Jamel Bowie, I guess. <laughs> and we hate movies. <laughs> that was good. everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And that's right, as you heard up top, we are very delighted to welcome in studio today friend of the show, Jamel Bowie. Uh, you may know him uh, from uh, being a CBS News personality. Uh, used to write for Slate Magazine, The Daily Beast, and now, of course, the New York Times opinion column. How are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no, this is really cool. Now, this was, I think, kind of technically your pick. So yeah, I'm sort of curious what your history is with the movie and, and how your love for it came to be. So my history with this movie is extremely shallow. I've seen it just a bunch over the years. Right. Um, uh, I think I probably saw it for the first time when I was in high school, a bunch of friends I would always get together every so often, just like watch a bad movie, yeah. watch something terrible. It's how I saw, we like one night just like binge all the uh, summer party massacre movies, like that kind of thing. Oh, nice. Um, and have been watching this movie on and off for a long time. Um, and I just enjoy it. It's, it's sort of, I appreciate that the writers, the director, everyone involved was like going for a very high concept thing, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sort of, Die Hard, you know, a bunch of people on a boat, confined spaces, you got terrorists, you got sort of like corrupt people, and then for why not let's just throw in a Lovecraftian beast. <laughs> let's throw in some like terror from the deep yeah. that no one understands that will murder everyone on the ship. Well, because yeah. when you're watching different scenes in this movie, you're like, wait, which movie am I watching? Right. Is it the Lovecraftian movie or is it like a Die Hard movie or whatever? And it's like, it's kind of all of it. For the first... Twenty minutes, right? It's it's it feels of like a very familiar. It, it feels like a a sub Steven Seagal movie. Yes, even really yeah. sort of yeah. like uh, uh, Treat Williams, who is the star, is like is the guy you call after the first six names of decline. Yeah, yeah. a couple yeah. of hangups. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, it feels very rote and standard, which I I, I enjoy nonetheless. Yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I watch Under Siege a lot. Um, 
does it could have used a giant like monster from the deep. Under siege, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, Tommy Lee Jones could play electric guitar on <laughs> top of the monsters. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Steven Seagal can cut off a tentacle and put it in the microwave and be like, "Set to cook pizza." <laughs> you, think, you think you're a tough guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you're a big. You got your big tentacles. And he does the slap hands <laughs> thing tentacles with a tentacle. Up. Tentacles up! Come on. <laughs> Are you gonna eat me, ocean worm? You gonna try to eat me now? That's actually the saddest part about doing some of these movies is I haven't watched uh, Fire Down Below. Is that that movie? Uh, um, is that with Howie Long? Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's that's Firestorm. Oh, no, Firestorm. Oh, no, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of On Deadly Ground, which is years yes, ago, and I haven't Deadly seen... Ground. That's the Slap Hands movie. Yeah. And now just watching it, like, oh, I missed that movie. Like, But I, I've done it and kind of like filed it away, but I, I do miss it. Well, you should call it. <laughs> <laughs> it wants to hear from you. <laughs> Seriously. I should say this is, of course, Deep Rising from 1998, directed by Sir Stephen Summers. Yeah, Which, damn right. Like, we did Summers last week, and now it's these endless summers. <laughs> endless yes. summers, indeed. What was last week? What the hell did we do? G.I. Joe. Joe. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Um, this was his first like big production, right? Because this is the year yeah. before The Mummy. Well, yeah. He, well, was, he was like a, like a Disney director before this, which is weird. He did the live-action Jungle Book of 94 and The Adventures of oh. Huck- Huckleberry Finn with Elijah Wood. Yes, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went to Hollywood Pictures, which is like Disney's, for, for a while, was Disney's like serious label. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, I'm going to do like this monster movie. And it was made, I think it was done mostly by 96, by the end of 96. Oops. And they just had an effects issue that le- made it go after Titanic, after Anaconda. Oh, <laughs> Let really? me tell yeah, you yeah, something, Chris Cabin. Yeah, they just had, like, that's the same month. Like, this is the seventh or I so would, month that I Titanic's would, number one. I would argue it still has an effects issue. I was going to say, that effects <laughs> issue not carried not all correct. the way. Uh, I, you know, the weird thing about this um, uh, is. Like you said, uh, Jamal, the um, the fact that it's Treat Williams is kind of amazing because uh, the, originally it was supposed to be, or they offered it to Harrison Ford with a budget of X, and then he said no, and they slashed it down to whatever this was, very obviously. And Treat Williams is that guy, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. the substitute, he yeah. got that from Tom Berenger's garbage. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Tom Berenger's like, I'm done with this shit. And he's like, yeah, oh, that jacket looks pretty good, and he wears. It. I mean, Stephen Summers really moneyballed this cast really well. Right, he got. Like, like you, Harrison Ford, you spend all your money on him, but instead of that, you just break up. You got Cliff Curtis, mm. Clifton Powell, Trent Williams, uh, uh, Famke Jansen. I mean, um, just names J- after Jamon, name. Jamon Hans is just—he's just like hanging out. When I saw I, <laughs> when I watched this, like more recently, before before for the, for for this, but maybe a couple months ago with my wife because she hadn't seen it because she's a. The same How often, honey. You gotta watch Deep Rising <laughs> <laughs> once a year at least. <laughs> kind of like a once a year okay. thing. I love um, this holiday, information around this the holidays. <laughs> Not around the holidays. Okay. Just sort of you're, 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 you 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 want to watch something. You don't want to think too much about it. You it's ten thirty already. You don't yeah. want to go to bed just yet. Maybe you want to like dick around on the computer too. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like let me just throw on Deep Rising. I know, I know, I'm gonna enjoy it. I know, I, can, I know when the kills are gonna come, so I can look up, take it in, mm-hmm. go back to what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, but we were watching it, and I just had forgotten he was in the movie, and I was like, "This this motherfucker is like famous now." Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's just like Hank gets like an axe to the head. Twenty well, minutes was, in, this was his follow up to Amistad, which is I mean, but to Chris's point, I guess they probably filmed this way before Amistad, right, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. probably like, not like what Jimin Hunsu's manager. But, All right, you're gonna come out with Amistad. It's gonna be great. They want to follow that up with like a deep rising kind of film. <laughs> you know, well, do you think you know, like one for them? One. For <laughs> do you think one of Spielberg's producers saw like an early cut? Of Deep Rising, yeah. and it was like, say, <laughs> I got it. 
<laughs> I was shocked. Yeah, the cat. I was shocked because I mean, I, I grew up with this movie too, and I will uh, fully admit I didn't realize because I was watching it with my wife last night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I saw this movie a lot." She's like, "Why did you watch this movie a lot?" And then like the first scene of that Famke Jansen, I'm like. Oh, that's right. Like, it was just like <laughs> I was fourteen. Absolutely. I see. But Absolutely. no, and, but I forgot how deep this cast is, including uh, Kano from Mortal Kombat. Kano All from over Mortal Kombat, definitely in this movie. Uh, Andrew Shield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, why does that guy seem so familiar? Yeah, the angry his, Australian guy. His Wikipedia page is really interesting. Oh, by the way, he's passed away. Yes, he, but ha- he has he, passed. He's British, but always pretended to be Australian. Oh, is that right? Yeah, like he would just why tell people Earth? he was Australian, and then he just played roles as Australian. Did he think like he co- he got like some sort of market cornered I, with I think yeah. it was Australian like before the internet? You could just don Draper anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, did you read that thing about how after uh, he portrayed Kano, all the but versions he portrayed Kano? <laughs> by the way, in, in the BAFTA nominated movie Mortal Kombat. It's not like fucking Paul Giamatti playing John Adams. <laughs> That's a portrayal. Uh, no, but Kano, you know, he he studied Kano for a long yeah. time. <laughs> got into Kano's head, kind of yeah. figured out a lot why. of video games. Right. Like, memorize those fatalities. John, John Adams is my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Yes. <laughs> Finish him. Uh, no, like every Mortal Kombat game they made afterwards, Kano now has an Australian accent. Oh, like where he just didn't talk before. He's just like, yeah. It was yeah. such a good portrayal that it rewrote the history of See? the game. Wow. And now, even though he's passed away, this guy's like immortal. His legacy lives yeah, on, his dude. Legacy. His Kano related <laughs> legacy. He's immortal with it. With it. Well, immortal combat. Dude. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, Anthony Heald is also in this movie, yes. Silence of the Lambs, and uh, Boston Public, a show I watched way too much of and had no business watching. I kind of miss that guy. Like He's like a good character, a squirmy worm character. When you need actor. a smarmy asshole, mm-hmm. Anthony Heald was there for you. He's a dean. He'll be a dean, a crooked judge, <laughs> for sure. He's probably just retired now. I saw he's coming out with something like nothing big, but like, oh, some really? stuff, like little stuff here and there. Uh, he's one of those just... actors that like David Fincher would like fish back up to be in a small like lawyer role somewhere, mm-hmm. and then just it's have a, a face uh, like a supporting Oscar nomination yeah, out of probably. it, probably. <laughs> um, so this movie starts off a We Hey Movies favorite, a little bit of a scroll, not so much a scroll, but like a little intro text, and it's such horseshit. Just this information of like the sea is pretty deep, but at some parts. It's deeper. Well, it's just yeah. Well, it's like the South China Sea, something, something underwater are, mountain range. Yeah, and that it's like, like if you drained it, you could fit the Himalayas in it or something. You could get into the hollow earth down there. I, think. <laughs> I would just go full Bermuda Triangle. If oh I yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Yeah, like, exactly. That's Which, what this should be. Well, yeah, you could wipe it all out and just say monsters. <laughs> <laughs> or I would get it. Oh, look at this old map of the sea. It says here be monsters right here at this <laughs> lo- longitude latitude. Enormous ocean worm? Eh? Maybe. A lot of vessels have vanished, we're told, and the mysteries have never been solved. So he's, um, there, is there, it's almost like a first kill, but it's not, because you see, like, monster POV. Definite monster POV. I was so excited. And it's sort of screaming in pain for some reason. I, don't, I didn't get that part, but Well, because yeah. James Cameron was chasing it around with his camera. That's <laughs> what was going on. I there. was actually, uh, speaking of James Cameron, sorry, but Cliff Curtis is in this movie, and I was like, what's Cliff Curtis been up to? And it's like, she called. He was doing, <laughs> ah, you know, we're old buddies. Hi, Steven. Uh, How you doing? It was like he did, it's like, oh, he's in like Fear the Walking Dead, this, that, and the other. It's like nothing for a while. And then he's in all of the next four Avatar movies. I'm like, mm-hmm. man. Those don't exist. No, they don't no, exist. Yeah. They're not they real. don't exist or not. <laughs> that is such a, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, 
every six months, there's like a fake poster that comes out, and mm. it's like Avatar. We promise. <laughs> no way. Not till my fucking fat ass is in that theater seat, which I know it will be, because that's how pathetic I am. I hate that first movie. I'm going to see the rest of these. The crazy thing, right, is that Avatar is this massively gro- like well grossing movie, like made a ton of money. Yeah. Very like. Apparently, a lot of people saw it. A lot of people love it. <laughs> so theoretically, <laughs> there are people who like every day. They, every day they open up their computer. They go to like I don't know <laughs> Google.com. When is the next Avatar coming out? Oh yeah, there's countdown websites. I bet they want to. They they gotta know. They're moving the football on you every single time that James. <laughs> you, and you have you, you, yeah that person's probably furious every time. It's like not you can just give people another one. Yeah, you don't have to say there's going to be four more. Like let's take it one sequel at a time, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> No, you have to sink all your money into it. <laughs> Make it so it's a, an end, a, a studio-ending disaster if these don't do well. I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but I'm very excited to talk about the fucking audacity of the end of this movie. It's, it's pretty great. That's the other thing. I remembered Famke Jansen and the end of this movie. Everything else was not so much. So Treat Williams is the captain of this like bucket of bolts kind of ship. It's, uh, it's outer it's, space, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, the way they're piloting yeah. this yeah. boat, it's yes. outer space. Absolutely. And again, because this was supposed to be Harrison Ford, this is like an F-grade Han Solo character. And this is absolutely. why you turned it down. Yeah. Right. I see what you're doing here, and I don't like it. I think he turned it down for a lot of reasons, but that's definitely one of them. First yeah. of all, this fish baka in this script is bad. <laughs> 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 then they pared it down, and then he left, and then they just said, all right, no fish baka. <laughs> what would fish baka be like, you think? Fun, dude. Jabber, Jabberjaw, maybe? Yeah, I could get into Ooh, that. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Maybe he's wearing like a cool little like a uh, sailor outfit a little bit. You know, like yeah, a cool one, though. Like a cool one. <laughs> oh, but a cool one. Yeah, like a cool one. <laughs> Not those lame sailor outfits. Isn't there a fish wearing a sailor outfit on something? Is that like um, a tuna can or something? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's a, is it, is it a... Starkiss? Star, yeah, Starkiss. I, so. I think it's. I think I was going to say it's a dolphin, which is <laughs> <laughs> that's what it really is. Uh, that's, <laughs> inside, that's inside the can. <laughs> no, I believe it's a shark, and his name is Charlie. And I know this because I watch way too much Lifetime, and there's a commercial with Candace Cameron Bure, and it's like it's a snack, right? Bure or is a bure? I, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> sorry. Uh, and basically, it's a buffalo chicken snack. <laughs> and it's in a bag. It's like one of those bagged snacks you can just eat, and it's like wet meat. And she opens the bag, and she's talking to this cartoon. She's talking to this cartoon shark, and she goes, Buffalo chicken in a bag. Bold choice, Charlie, which I love. You wow. know who eats meat from bags? Dogs and cats. <laughs> You're eating dog food, Candace just a, Cameron. A walking wet bag of meat? <laughs> I would remember that commercial if I saw it. I did not see that. Bold choice. You don't want to talk to anybody else today, huh? Well, actually, no. It is Charlie the Tuna because I remember when we did the Food Fight episode 108 years ago. So he is a tuna? Yeah. Oh, he's a tuna. That's okay. Charlie the Tuna. Oh, tuna. Hey, not everybody. I'm not Charlie a dolphin. All right. You're right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Def- definitely not a dolphin. <laughs> don't know why I think that. But it's also like you're, you're making a cartoon out of something you're eating. Yeah. That's no. weird, right? I, mean, I did don't a cartoon. Yeah, but like for McDonald's and stuff, that's like a clown. It's not like a, a fun cow. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that's true. I've eaten toucan, Sam. It's delicious. <laughs> it's wonderful. So there's definitely bird inside of those, those Fruit Loops. It's Taco Bell had feathers. the Chihuahua for a while. That's definitely dog meat. That's yeah. it's grade D beef. Come on. Fruit Loops was made with by bird bones. That's, that's what it was ground up and they reshaped it. You know what? I don't care, man. Them. Just paint them and just sell it. 
<laughs> just paint those sugary bird bones. Uh, yeah, so he is uh, the captain of the ship. He's on this. Uh, it's one of those like, I'll take you where you're going. Don't ask any questions. I just want the money as long as the check clears, whatever. That is that's his first mistake. Well, dude. that's how you fall in line with terrorists time and time again. Right. Just like Han Solo did. And I mean, exactly. I, I do like, you know, I, I get the idea you're doing like, you know, you're, you're a rogue or whatever. But that's how you get shot in the head and dumped off the side right. of your own boat. Which would have happened great, to treat Williams. about the scene is the, the, this part of the movie is that West Studi is like the the head terrorist villain. He's like, you want to know what's what we're transporting? And he's like, no, no, I don't really care. He's like, you sure you really don't want to know? <laughs> and it's sort of a, I'll kill you if you say yes. Yeah, yeah. And I really want to kill you. So just just say yes, please. It's a bizarre quiz. It's like, all right, yeah. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. It's right back there. Nah, wrong answer. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> but West Studi, man. Awesome in this movie. Yes. Yeah. West Studi totally rocks. He elevates everything that he's in. Oh my god, I just realized you played Sagat in that Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. Like we got Street Fighters, movie. we got Mortal Kombatters. That's amazing. This is, I, this forget, is, I, didn't, I, I didn't remember that. Now yeah. this is something. I was now. just so fixated on him getting eaten on a gaming table. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess he's like the leader of this group is yes. the idea. It's yep. him. It's the dude who played uh, Henry Jekyll in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Jason Fleming. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. Yeah. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. That's one of those movies oh. that just made him famous. Uh, but that was like in 96, too. So yeah. it was like they got him right off that. Oh, shit. All, all these hot commodities in this movie. Pretty great. Uh, but yeah, they're all, they're transporting something. Uh, it's Warheads. Yeah, it's Warheads. But uh, Kevin J. O'Connor is... I, the comic relief. He, I had like one legitimate laugh with Kevin J. O'Connor in this movie, I'll, and I'll get to it eventually. But it was, I was, I, he's super annoying, and it, he kind of amps up the annoying at certain points. But sometimes, like this guy's kind of funny. He's putting the juice in. Like I really like him in this. Like every time, like they said, he improvised a lot, and it, it kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is I think the most I've ever seen him do he's, anything in a he's movie. Hilarious, and there will be blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> When he falls asleep by the river and gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a very funny movie. Well, we just had him in, uh, what was a Chill Factor, where yes. he's just in the in the prologue. Yeah. And he's it's kind of the same character. Yes. Because in that movie, he's like the hip, nerdy scientist. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on. Mm-hmm. He's calling the scientist like Dr. J and whatever, right? And this is kind of that, but he's just like... I think he owes Treat Williams some kind of life debt, yeah. much like a Wookiee, actually. Oh, <laughs> yes. So you think they rewrote Fishbach into his character? <laughs> Look at that haircut he's got. That, just that yeah. like wild mane of hair. That's a little Chewbacca-esque, my friend. Now, thought- just uh, listen to me here. Let, let me just pitch this part to you. Maybe we make him a wolf boy. <laughs> we make it's, it's, it's Treat Williams with the wolf boy, and they're going to go and stop a monster. <laughs> Uh, yeah, George Lucas said he's going to sue us again. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> wolf Boy far too close. <laughs> I don't know about wolf people, man. A wolf guy and a roguish fucking pilot, dude. He doesn't have a leg to stand on because in 96, he was erasing the wolf men from uh, the cantina scene in oh, Star Wars, right. which it's is a, unforgivable. It's a dude hitting a hookah instead. I know. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't... I, I've not watched the uh, original Star Wars in a long time. Um, there are Wolfmen. I know they're Wolfmen. I have I have a firm memory of Wolfmen. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's not born yesterday. They're, they they took him out of the special editions and added like a lizard smoking a vape and uh, some other lizardmen. Yeah, it's just a dude vaping. It was weird, and I only noticed it recently because there was a like a TNT or TBS broadcast or something of Star Wars, and you know it was like a lazy Sunday. We had it on for a little bit, and I was like. 
this dude vaping in the cantina that's interesting and i was and then i recommended oh we got to talk about vape guy on the gleep glossary and eric's like what vape <laughs> no, guy i was thinking like oh you mean this other vape well, guy there's an the old cantina. like englishman who's also vaping elsewhere in the cantina yeah, but Star Wars he erased the fucking wolfman well, i guess because the wolfman i mean like clearly that's like he got those suits bargain bin. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, let me fill out my monster thing. Right. Here's a Frankenstein. Here's a Wolfman. Whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, in retrospect, I want to fix everything. Maybe right. George is secretly editing all the TV versions. Like, he's like you know, the, the jewel pods are very, very, uh, <laughs> very, very popular these days. You know, maybe we put a little few in there. <laughs> he invented vaping. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, I, so I prefer Wolfman. What, oh, too. then vaping lizard man? Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking werewolf in Star Wars. That's amazing. Yeah. It should well, have never been erased. He's I a think monster. I think if we learned from our three hours, Star, was it three hours Star Wars yeah. episode? Something like that, yeah. yeah. We, we talk about his history, and he doesn't actually change from man <laughs> to wolf. He's just a wolf No, yeah, person. he's just a straight-up wolf person. I guess it's a little bit of a difference there. So Treat Williams is running the ship with uh, this woman uh, who is She's, also... Una Damon, she was in Deep Impact, and uh, she's got a big role all in the deep, All the deep movies. All, she's in all the deep <laughs> movies. She's in the Truman Show. She's one of Paul Giamatti's technicians he yes. works with. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and oh, so, and did we say Clifton Powell, fucking Pinky, from uh, a couple best. of the Friday movies? And Deep Cover. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm due for a rewatch on Deep Cover. That's the best Bill Duke movie. <sighs> it's kind of amazing that, yeah, he's... Like you've got all these huge actors, and then like Clifton Powell is like the guy that like lasts. You're like, oh wow, this guy's like really. He's like one of the last guys here. You know what I mean? Like I, he's like, like people nominated for Oscars, and he's like yeah, he goes bye, like dude. he goes right before West Studio. Yeah, he's like second to last, not mm. too shabby. And all these like rogues are hanging out in the hall, talk like and like. Cliff Curtis is like a sex addict, I guess, is what we're talking about. Oh, what does he say? Yeah. He wants to have sex with a woman from every country on the planet? That's right. He's, re- <laughs> he's reading a book that's like how to accomplish your goals or something. And, and one of his buds is like, yeah, what are your goals? He's like, I want to fuck. <laughs> you know what? Straight and to the point, Cliff Curtis, I got to respect it. And I have to respect that wild ponytail he's got in this That movie. would be a big carbon dick print. No, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, but but later in the movie, it's like fucking uh, uh, what's his face? No, not there, if he uh, buys dick offsets. Yeah, <laughs> did you buy I, dick I carbon offsets? <laughs> it's like Genghis Khan. Like he left a big dick footprint. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What is it like? One out of every twenty people is related to him or something? Some insane number. It's, it's, yeah. it's like two percent of the human population. Yeah, it's oh, that's wild. Yeah, and yeah. it's terrifyingly disgusting. But. <laughs> See, I wouldn't trust that he's gone that far on that list, though, because later on, he's just like, he's being a maniac. He's like talking dirty to centerfolds that are yes. just posted <laughs> on a like cork board. Yeah, well, he's in, a, he's in a, a ship filled with monsters. He's like, oh shit, pornography. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds great for later. He's a man who has his priorities, dude. And see monster or no, yeah. he's going to stop and admire pornography. Uh, what country are these girls from? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he does the weird thing though it's like the little boy thing of like right there that's my future wife and it's like that's like a 20 year old porno <laughs> picture man what are you talking about do you want to come and uh, warm me up ladies those don't exist they're, they're, they're very old now uh, those those women are dead uh, they're also trying to make Kano throw up which I kind of like oh because he's getting seasick yeah. nothing like a tough getting seasickness and it's just I mean look it's adding color to this movie it doesn't yeah. need to have this bit you know what I mean like, sure but, but then the all movie, these guys kind of die, and it doesn't matter. They but. do, but the movie bothers to establish, like, because we're, we're right now remembering, like, different traits about them, yes. which is, I mean, because this is like a sci-fi slasher movie, basically, yeah. but the movie bothers to, like, 
amp them up a little bit. Yes. This actually could be a sci-fi movie on on the Sci-Fi Channel. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Sure. Like a yeah, S Y F Y. Yes, that's why. Yeah, sorry. You what a genius button. rebranding. The um, they're all also bloodthirsty. Yeah, like that's that's the other <laughs> just sort of strange thing. Like they can't just hang out. They're like they want to kill now. Yeah. <laughs> They they want to fight each other. They're all like punching each other and stuff. Like they're like a bad football team or something. <laughs> well, that's like Kevin J O'Connor gets the beating of a lifetime. They start kicking the shit out of him because he like opens one of the crates and he sees the warhead and he's like, "Hey, treat Williams, this is kind of fucked up." And they start kicking his ass, which yeah. is quite entertaining. But I mean, like, what honestly, treat Williams? If you're taking people in the middle of the ocean, uh, international waters, the whole bit. Nuclear warheads is your best can, best case scenario at that point. Like, yeah, I'd rather that than like child pornography or whatever else. <laughs> sex These, slaves. Sex, yeah, exactly. 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 More likely. You have ludicrous crash on your, on your in your back. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's going on back there if you're not asking those questions. But that's I mean that's Treat Williams' bag, man. That's how he does business. He doesn't need to know as long as that check clears. Hey. He doesn't care. I feel like he should have a sign to point to, much like bus drivers. Like, <laughs> we, were paid. <laughs> we were paid. We were paid. So then we have like a hard cut to this cruise ship. To uh, another movie, basically. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, the, the richest of the rich. I was kind of hoping for like, we're out on international waters. It's the hyper rich. We're getting like really fucking Isn't weird out here. Is? Yes, I it mean, is. It's a casino boat. They don't show it, but these people are here for gambling and weird sex. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like weird degenerate sex. I'm talking like maybe some cannibalism. Like what's going on at that midnight buffet on I this cruise ship? I guarantee you, this was about to turn into society, and there was going to be a shunting. <laughs> a couple of shuntings before yeah, the night is over. Going to yeah. say in a couple of minutes, the eyes wide shut music's going to start playing. <laughs> the guy, the, the 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 pair from The Shining, the guy in the in the bear suit, he's like getting ready, and then the fucking thing kills him. They'll have a big board of everyone's net worth. And the lower you are, the more you can be hunted by the other passengers. <laughs> That's what, yeah, definitely hunting humans for sport mm-hmm. in like a gymnasium kind of thing. Yeah, like, there's like baccarat for humans, like that kind <laughs> that of stuff. That would be great if it was just like we run, we won these tickets on the radios, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they are being hunted. That's why the rubes are there. Yeah, yeah totally. A couple of farmers or something. <laughs> Now that's like a whole movie in and of itself. But also this movie, I mean, like at the end of the movie, like obviously all the, all these people die. Yeah, this is going to be a this weird, a, a very death. weirdly haunted boat. Like oh, yeah, I mean, right. when this sinks, this is like ghost ship territory. Wait, right. So, so, but the ship would sink. Yeah. Would then the ocean be haunted? <laughs> yeah, like, I guess that area of the ocean, <laughs> possibly. The ocean? I don't know, man. You're getting a bunch of fucking obnoxious millionaires off the planet. This little sea monster is kind of doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Gotta say. Well, I'll tell you why this is definitely going Bunch to... Bunch of tax dodgers getting <laughs> sea monsters. Income inequality is too high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mackenzie Bezos shouldn't be allowed to just donate half of the money to where she wants. It should go to the government. Man, when this monster hits the boat, it is the most beautiful death sequence I've seen in a long time with the everyone falling off these balconies. There are some hard falls off these railings. It's kind of great. Although I did notice there's definitely one that they kind of missed. It's a I believe it's a woman who kind of goes over and you can see the wire and oh. she just kind of like hangs for a second. <laughs> it's like one like half second too long before yes. they cut and she's like eh, like kind of stuck for a second. But Anthony Held comes out and he introduces himself. Like, Welcome oh, right. to the Europa, whatever this right. the Arcturus, whatever the hell this thing's called, the Argonautica. 
And to Jamel's point, it's a uh, a, a pleasure cruise. He uses the word pleasure cruise. <laughs> pleasure ship, yeah. Pleasure totally. ship. That, the word pleasure and anything, yep. it's sticky. It's just Rare, yeah. it's sticky it's sti- and it's yeah. not where I want to be. Every, every room has a hole that you can fuck. <laughs> yes. If you didn't bring someone with you, room comes with a fuck hole. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There are no single suites uh, on hi, the Argo yeah, Nautica. I, yeah, I, I spent $3 million and my fuck hole is broken. Could you get somebody in here immediately? I would love to know how exactly you found out a fuck hole was oh, broken. Oh, you know how it is. <laughs> <Yeah>, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said, of course. Yeah, you, just, you stick your, you know, your, your whatever nethers yeah. into the fuck hole. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a fuck stick. Yeah, I mean, you could customize or mix and match. I'm sure there's buttons. <laughs> and then it's just buttons. not pulsating. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, they took I, my I, lube at undulating. security. Undulating? Yeah, it's not undulating at all. No. I tried that. Yeah, I tried that too. <laughs> yeah, I paid extra for the, the It Comes Back model. And, uh, <laughs> it's not yes, back. I have put quarters in it. Oh... Um, And then you're introduced to Famke Jansen, who is like three weeks into another movie. I want her like Jewel Thief movie. She's Catwoman. She's pretty pretty much Catwoman. Pretty much, but it's like, how did she get here? You know? And and you never really find out why specific, what she was after really, other than jewels. Yes, just riches. But isn't that what everyone's after for some reason? The mercenaries are going there to rob the boat. Is that right? To blow up the boat. To blow it up because Anthony Heald has some kind of like insurance, insurance scam. Right, right. But they're also concerned about what's in the vault, too. So something's in that. Like I guess like uh, when you go, I mean, you're also probably laundering money if you're going on this boat, too. So maybe you're bringing a lot of cash, possibly. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they don't want to like sink all the you know riches that are there. And here's the thing, man. If you're opening a Jurassic Park, if you're, mm-hmm. you're starting a pleasure cruise... Check the weather. There does not need... You know, oh, there's an enormous storm. I'm sorry we're going to have to wait for another week. There's an enormous storm going on. Yeah, no, that's, again, very poor timing for these maiden voyages or maiden... And it's always raining in Jurassic Park. It's like fucking Seattle over there, man. (laughs) Well, that's the weird... The the line Anthony Hill has where he's like, it's impervious to weather. Really, motherfucker? (laughs) Have you been looking around? Hey, buddy, Titanic just came out. (laughs) Yeah, totally. We all know what happens. (laughs) But but also, fam, good chance. I don't understand, like... What's her exit strategy? Like, I'm going to steal all this shit and then just ride it out, I guess? Yeah. like, I guess until like this test cruise is over with. She right? wasn't expecting them to be... She, they're like faxed... The boat is like faxed a wanted poster. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's gotta, they, go to, they catch her in the act. Right. And yeah. they oh, bring she's, out this wanted poster. <laughs> she breaks into a vault and this... Uh, the captain of the ship, anybody recognize this guy? No, he looks like a kind of a busted uh, Michael Palin a bit. <laughs> yes, wow, that's pretty busted. Oh, wait, isn't he Lethal Weapon 2? I don't know about that, but he's definitely Ben Affleck's priest in Daredevil. Yeah, he's Oh, the, yeah, he is. He's the guy who's like, maybe you should be the Daredevil. Uh, you know, Jamel just added himself. He's seen, you've seen Daredevil like 10 times. I've seen Daredevil exactly one time. Oh, really? That's, oh, that's the exact just, right amount of times I've seen, seen Daredevil movie. too many times. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I can, we can smell our own. I got confused. <laughs> the real question, though, was it in theaters? No. Oh, see, that's I was in theaters on Valentine's Day with an ear infection. 
That's Best time to see ex- Daredevil. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. No, he kills Riggs' wife, and Lethal Whip, he's the guy who killed Riggs' wife. Oh, really? Oh, you know, oh, you're yeah, right. This is coming back to me now. Yeah. Oh. But uh, they find Famke Jansen, uh, Anthony Hield, and this guy catch her. And Anthony Hill like punches her to make himself less likable. Like you're already less likable. Like, you're you know Anthony what I mean? Hill. Like, I yeah. saw you and was pissed off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's a real punch too. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not just like a like a slap. He like yeah. he punches that woman in the face. <laughs> and it's like okay. And then they put her. Speaking of The Shining, in like the the food uh, storage area. Oh right. Yeah. Because the. What is the thing? The brig isn't finished yet or something? Yeah. There's some line mm-hmm. about like... We couldn't afford it, so here's a pantry. <laughs> well, we originally wanted a Hague for the ship, but uh, we settled for a brig. <laughs> and then he was like, well, I know I said I didn't want any rules, but I wanted a brig at least. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's thrown in like the freezer yeah. or whatever, the pantry. And she's like having sushi. She's kind of having a good night there for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a bottle of champagne. Yeah. It looked pretty great. Some canapes, <laughs> it looked like. Mm, yeah, sit around with some like sushi and some bubbly little mm-hmm. finger sandwiches. Mm. And then, yes, the, the because of the bad weather and the monster, everything goes crazy. It's, it is a great like kind of everybody's jumping around. Nobody knows of... what's going on. Also due to a classic CD-ROM hack. Oh my God, yes, <laughs> yes. This is, so I was, kind of thinking I was reminded of in 2001 when uh, he's taking all the the little chips out of Hal at the end it's kind of that, but just with these CD-ROMs that are just being plucked from I, this creature. It's a three-CD system, which is very sophisticated. <laughs> you need not one, but three. It was like yeah, a yeah. Final Fantasy VII box. The jewels. Yeah. Open it up. It's like three CDs. It's like, you know, Nevermind, Rod Stewart, <laughs> MTV Unplugged. Odelay. Yeah. He, he takes the... The <laughs> thing is... <laughs> he takes the good CDs out and puts in bad CDs. So then, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it's dangerous. So Stained goes in there. <laughs> uh, Something from Slipknot. Yeah. Puddle of mud. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, so that causes like some sort of electricity failure sort of first. Yes. Right before the, conveniently right before yeah, the monster it, it, attacks. Because I think, I think the, the broad plot, right, is that like he wants to collect the insurance money off the boat. And so he's hired the mercenaries to come and take care of it. Right. And so he's, what's happening for him and for them is that he's, Get, the plan is now in order. He's going to shut down the power in the boat. They'll come and board it. It'll be a thing. Ah, everyone will be scared. <laughs> right. yeah. They'll rob it. They'll sink it. Everything's done. And then the monster intervenes. <laughs> <laughs> again, yet again, the monster is not only trying to take down the rich, but he's also like corporate espionage. You're not cool with that either. No, absolutely not. Capitalism <laughs> needs rules. <laughs> he's probably also got a real problem with insider trading. Absolutely. I bet that's yeah. a real you know, sticking point for the him. The monster works for an insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? Get Fraud this, alert. <laughs> get this monster on the McLaughlin group. <laughs> oh, that's wow. Right. Yes, uh, well, uh, thank you for having me, John. Uh, yeah, I do think that we need a higher gains tax if we're going to be completely honest about it. Well, they usually have monsters on that show. Yes. <laughs> that can still be around, is it? No, no he's, he's got to be long dead. dead. I would hope Fingers so. crossed. It would be like the R.I.P. McLaughlin group. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they only have the McLaughlin group on Halloween. <laughs> that's mean. Oh, that's terrible. It's not nice. It's not nice. Uh, so in the in the chaos and the the ship going crazy, one woman decides, "Boy, I just need a minute. I better go sit on this toilet and just collect my thoughts." Mm-hmm. And I, again, like Jurassic Park, here we go. 
classic toilet murder. This woman gets pulled right through the can. I I would so rather a T Rex take me apart in a in a, in a porta potty than what happens to this lady. Then be pulled through a toilet. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I think the first time I ever had to sit down in an in, a, in, a, in a, an airport, not airport, airplane toilet. Yeah. I thought this would happen to me. <laughs> get sucked out, yeah. like you flushed it while sitting on it. I was like, you know, I, I was first on an airplane at very young, and I was just like. That goes right outside. <laughs> yes, and like, that goes and, right out. And there's clearly an air monster right below the plane <laughs> yes, with course. tentacles coming through. Yeah, but I had—I will say, by the way, this was the so far, and I don't think it's the last, but this was the first and only time I've seen this movie. Mm. And I didn't—I didn't really know. This was another like I had seen the 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 poster or the box in the video store a ton. Never got around to the it. The poster says Harrison Ford crossed out. <laughs> this is a big red X. <laughs> says Harrison Ford crossed out. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Russell crossed out. Chris Kattan. Ellen DeGeneres? Out. Question mark. No, Chris, she's still out there. Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he could have piloted this thing. Um, but when that moment happened, and this woman was sucked into a toilet, and blood flew up like you turned a fucking strawberry shake and a blender on with the top off. I was like, oh, I'm in. It's a great kill. It's so great. It's fantastic. What a great way to start this movie. I was like, I, I, because it's one of those, like, I didn't know what the movie was really about even. And I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's a this? Oh, that's not too shabby. We're going down from an A plus at this point. You've already hit A plus territory. Yep. We got to, and you get down to like a B. You really right. have, like, you started out this curve really nicely. Could have kept it going if it was all toilet related. <laughs> Just toilet kills. <laughs> I got to, I got to tell you though, if I'm in this situation and I'm like, oh my God, everything's going crazy, huh, I got in the bathroom. The first thing I'm doing is pulling my pants down and I'm going, I'm literally going to the bathroom. Tagline, you got to go sometime. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like Isn't that what Ghoulies is? I've never seen a Ghoulies. Ghoulies what, are, are they toilet t- kills? Are they, are they toilet based? I There's definitely <laughs> the, those the covers. Shit. The covers are always them in toilets. Yes, exactly. Like, weirdly, I never, I never watched them, but I, I don't really know. It, this is just like the VHS cover was yes. always them yeah. on the toilet. Like, hey, how you doing? But, even when, but even when Ghoulies went to college, I, think, I don't. Maybe it's a college toilet. I <laughs> actually think a, there's a VHS copy of Ghoulies Four somewhere in this room right Have now. Have you seen any of the Ghoulies? I think I've seen the first one. I've never watched the one that's think, literally in my house right okay, now. Yeah. Uh, but I confuse Ghoulies a lot with Critters. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. That's the problem. It's like I've seen. I think I've seen Critters, so I never well, went to Ghoulie Town. Ghoulies yeah. is more like Puppet Master, where there's different ones. I mean, Critters are all Critters. Yeah. They're just Critters. Well, they're called like they're like Krites because Critters are aliens. Ghoulies are like little monsters from uh-huh. from this from realm. The toilet. But yeah, they, they, I, I think they're toilet based. I think yeah. that they're yeah. the toilet based yeah, 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 society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want what you want, civilization. <laughs> But yeah, she gets and a wider bowl. <laughs> Isn't DiCaprio in one of those Ghoulies movies? Classic Matthew Lillard. Oh, it was he a critter? I think so. There was a photo of Leonardo DiCaprio next to a critter. I think. Oh, or was it? Was it? Tre- or is it a tremor? Which is a different. Oh, it's definitely. Oh, he's definitely, definitely not. I think tremors. it was a critter. I, I, I posted that picture on Twitter and I said, "Great <laughs> shot with Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, she gets murdered. We cut back to the boat. Um. You know, uh, I think at this point, like, uh, Street Williams, you find out that he's a badass because they're beating the shit out of Kevin J. O'Connor. And he goes up to all these stuntmen and he's like, hey, 
<laughs> that's my buddy you're, you're beating up over there kind of a thing and he's yeah, kind he, of being he draws a line in the sand right here yeah it's <laughs> like if you, you kick the shit out of him a little bit <laughs> yeah, exactly. just a bit you've had your fun and it was hilarious but he's because he says something like if you kill my machine man or something yeah. like that like we're not going anywhere and i was like I'm pretty sure you can fix this thing, Treat Williams, oh, if it but, goes down. But, sir, I only got to kick him twice, and they all got to kick him four times. <laughs> all right, have a couple more, buddy. He is getting his ass kicked, though. So it's fucking This great. just in from the internet ticker that yeah. uh, Ghoulies, there, uh-huh. as a child, Jonathan was almost killed by his father, Malcolm, during a satanic ritual. Oh, it happens being, all the time. After being saved and raised by Wolfgang, played by Jack Nance, by the way. <laughs> Speaking of beating to death... <laughs> I mean, he was beaten. I mean, yeah, well, but still. Speaking of beaten to death, but, oh, it came up. You know Jack- what? Yes, speaking of beaten to death, but also, oh, come on. So it's satanic <laughs> ritual. They later then jokingly perform a black uh, magic rite, and ghoulies come. Okay. In the From toilet? the can? Um, it's not can specific, but the poster sure is. <laughs> uh, so um, at this point, West Duty reveals, like, hey, look, we're going to board this, uh, this ocean liner. Deal with it. Everyone has super guns, which I always love a movie that doesn't need super guns, that adds super guns anyway. And it's a really great super gun situation where it's West Duty, I think, has the line. It's like something, something. Oh, this is from China. Yeah. And everyone in the American audience is like, whoa, yeah, clearly. Oh, yeah, China probably does have those kinds of weapons. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're not going to question this at all. Has a, a Homer the racing stripe is neat <laughs> thing where the yeah. barrel just rotates for no reason. Yeah, yeah it does. It just I mean, it it looks, looks pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into it. He has. They have unli- somebody had the unlimited ammo code because yes. they're never loading these things. West Duty has a line where these guns, which you can't see from looking at it, can hold 1,000 rounds. Okay. Do you know what 1,000 bullets looks like? <laughs> yes. Especially these. They're big fucking bullets. That's a oh, guy yeah, that has dude. to hold the other thing while it's being fed through the machine gun. My favorite part around here, though, is when they literally start attaching like torpedo launchers to the front of Treat Williams' boat, and he's like, Hey, <laughs> what are you guys up to uh, out there? I said no questions asked. <laughs> again, that's why you ask, uh, are you going to modify my boat in some way? Excuse that's- me, sir. Are you Al-Qaeda? Because <laughs> <laughs> 98, we're still not, o- we're okay mostly, but not great. No, 25 no. torpedoes for one boat? Are you sure? Well, it's a cruise ship. Well, I mean, that's, you know, they re- listen, they're thorough. They really want to get the job done here. That's uh, fair. <laughs> and uh, so they get they actually because of the monster crash there's this uh, a life raft that is uh jettisoned and they no, they it's run a, it's a rich people speedboat dude. Oh okay. Cuz that's what we're doing here. It's like it's a killer like Miami Vice-esque mm. speedboat that just falls off. I think someone brought it from home. <laughs> and I mean I th- BYOSB, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it, it it fucks up Treat Williams' thing. It's like, "Oh my god, we're going to have to board this boat anyway so that we can find s- supplies to fix our boat. Right. And it's raining. And by the way, it's raining. Yeah. You know? Oh, jeez. Look at that. <laughs> and me without a slicker. <laughs> uh, they board the boat. And and, and like now we, we were doing the thing where it's like, what happened on this boat? Even though we, the audience, kind of know. But I kind of wish... We had like ten more rich guy kills. Like you know, oh, yeah. the, yep. the toilet scene, like but like seven or eight more times. Like mm-hmm. a guy running down a hallway, something happens, et cetera, et cetera. Or yeah. don't make like the, the mysterious thing here doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Just like the pools of blood. Like have a couple like 
Yeah. You know, decapitations, a couple heads everywhere. Mm. Like, well, no, that's what's also genius about what this monster does, though. It gets a mop and it cleans it all up <laughs> and he, he brings it no, downstairs. It just uh, this, I've I've never heard lore like this where the monster eats you and then, as it's described uh, by Anthony Heed for some reason, drinks you, like drinks all the fluid out of yeah. your body and then excretes your entire skeleton. That's pretty yeah. great. It's That's no, why there's no decapitation. It's, but it's weird because the monster knows the idea of a bathroom because it only shits all the bodies out in one place. That's right. That's right. And when they're like, they eventually get forced down into that area and they're like, oh no, it's the feeding room. No, it's the no, toilet. That's the yeah, I thought the same thing because they're like, what is this? And Treat Williams is like, looks like some kind of feeding ground. I was like, no, it's the fucking bathroom, man. <laughs> oh, God. Occupy. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of Sarlacc esque too, because yeah. it's a it's yeah. a thing that digests you live. Well, you think Absolutely. the whole movie. I mean, spoiler alert for the end of the movie. You think it's a bunch of different slugs or whatever, but it's actually one thing. It's all right. t- original mo- title of this movie: Tentacle. Yikes! Really? Mm. Yeah, not, not some, deep rising. Much more enticing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> much better because then I'm not thinking about weird Japanese pornography. Yeah. I was about to is... say the title is already probably taken. You know, they want to confuse <laughs> it with Tentacle '90s. They don't want to be Tentacle '97 too. Yeah, no, exactly. You know what's funny? There is a movie called Tentacle about a big octopus that stars Henry Fonda and John Huston. Oh <laughs> like fucking so are, legends of the screen in yep. tentacles. Does that involve fucking? Because that sounds <laughs> like a thing that the octopus is into fucking. As well. <laughs> yeah, no, if it didn't, it should have, and that's a fucking a lot missed of opportunity. <laughs> also, that kind of sounds like that latent career John Houston. I'm trying to keep the lights on. Let's act in these like secret oh. bad movies. Yeah, it's definitely a boy and his dog level. Yeah, or that's uh, Robards. I think. No, what is the um? Oh, what's the movie though that um Draft House re released a few years ago? With the uh, it's John Houston and there's like kind of a psychic girl or she's got telekinesis. Hmm. The oh the visitor oh yeah 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 that movie's batshit crazy. If that's you've not seen one. the visitor, that's well worth your time. I can get into that. Um, Famke Jansen breaks out of the freezer kind of around here yeah. and she's is sort of exploring the ship. Everybody's kind of meeting up like so like you know uh, West Duty and his guys, including True Williams. Are kind of just like what what happened here. We're seeing a lot of eerie shots of like blood everywhere and such. Yeah. You know, and that's it. we we run into a room where K- Kano gets it first, right? Kano is the first guy yeah. to go, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, this the one beef with the kills here. All of the like, I'm getting pulled underwater things. I need that toilet splash back yeah. up from yeah. that first kill. Like, have something fly back. Like Kano, unfortunately, just gets like dragged underwater, and that's it. Bummer. Well, it's kind of, red water. I, mean, I that's appreciate it. that we don't get the CGI thing too early. That it's kind of like just stalking oh, around. No, I'm not saying people. see the monster. Just like yeah. the splash of blood. Yeah, and like, that, mm-hmm. it was. That was like a really nice touch. <laughs> sort of. It's true. That would be good. Or just get like a chummy kind of a water situation. Like yeah, exactly. Like uh, like when uh, what's your, speaking of Jurassic Park when Nedry gets it. Like all that yep. shit that comes out. Yeah, that's that's nice. a weird scene. <laughs> <laughs> Like nice doggy. Well, because it's, it's like the fucking Dilophosaurus or whatever eats him and then shits him out like that yeah. that quickly. Like <laughs> it's like this water and then the thing comes out. And well, it's like when you eat a steak and you realize like it's a little too fatty. I and see. You're like, oh, I don't want to eat I, that. The gristle. I would have yeah. liked to see Dilophosaurus put like a, a newspaper under its arm and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Done with your day. 
my favorite part of the movie is right around here is when we cut back to we're working on fixing the uh treat williams boat i believe yeah um and uh oh yeah no it's um the woman who's working on the boat they leave her back at the boat but, yeah, like, like stay here and fix this. Okay, with one other guy. Yeah, and this corpse flies out. Yes, and it's just this like bloated fat dude. Do you know that that guy, his IMDb picture is him as a naked bloated corpse? No, oh, <laughs> that's yep. incredible. Yeah, amazing. It, it's like you know Johnny, whatever, yeah. known for <laughs> deep rising, and it's just him. No, he looks like he just got like drowned or something. Yeah. Like he yeah. didn't even get eaten at it, all it seemed like he got naked and jumped in and <laughs> drowned and that's how he died again pleasure cruise guys <laughs> yes, exactly. that's what we're... i want to see like that dude was like fucking a goat or something yeah. and like the wall blew in <laughs> and he got sucked out to see him and his goat you know? that'd be funny if it's blood everywhere and there's just all these dildos are just wading through and it's like oh, oh just yeah they what, what, the raft what kind of cruise of was this? <laughs> exactly. Oh, the sex goats. Oh, they're up on level uh, three. And actually, dildos would be very helpful if you're trying to plug a hole in a boat, you know, depending on the mis- consistency. It's silicone-based thing. Yes, but- dildos are great when you want to plug a hole. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, well done. I was, I was like, to patch a hole. Patch. Uh-huh. So one kind of problematic thing about this movie is that at when they're back at, Tru- at the boat, at Truman's boat, this crew member, she... Gets like got like it's got by the monster and yeah. no one gives a fuck. Yes. Nobody cares. And no one cares. It's Poor Kevin, Layla. Kevin J. O'Connor's girlfriend, supposedly, and yeah. he does not care whatsoever. Also, uh, let me just uh, put in the required. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Oh yeah, this gorgeous, very, this gorgeous lady. I mean, I know, like, it's lonely out in the sea and everything. But... <laughs> You're with fucking Treat Williams. He's right yeah. there, and it's yeah. not even Kevin J. O'Connor. And there will be blood. Where he's like in his Tom Noonan phase. This is like he's firmly looks like the lead singer of the Crash Test Dummies right here. <laughs> it's long, scraggly Dude, hair. Yeah, it's like a Gal- Garth Algar situation. Yes. It's really bad. He got cut out of the singles. Cameron Crowe's <laughs> yes, singles. Totally. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. I, I, I think Temple of Dog is better than Pearl Jam too. He was supposed to be sitting on those steps with Matt Dillon. That's what it was. But yet again, tall, skinny white guy just failing up. You know what I mean? He's got this girlfriend. That's how that. You just see those dudes like, oh, okay, great. That's yeah. another good part of that scene is because the one guy they left uh, back, Billy, who we will meet again in a different form in a second. Yeah. Uh, he just is up on the boat, like trying to fix things, and he just starts stomping. He's like, you're not the boss of me. You're not the boss of me. And it's just right. And I'm like, man, you're going to be dead soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, um, she, does, she does just die. Like, again, like it should sort of either matter or be a cool killer. Maybe she like gets the monster a little bit kind of a thing. You know what I mean? She's stabbing they work, at it. They work to establish her as kind of a larger character. For sure. Yeah. Right, like right. A dead she, meat situation. Mm. Um, so we're, we're hunting around the ship trying to figure out what's going on. And then this is quite unexpected. And I guess that's because like I think of him now as like Juman Hansu's been in yes. tons of huge movies. Juman Hansu opens this door and Anthony Heald fucking puts an axe in his head. It's kind of a great death. It's, it's kind of an amazing it, death. It fucking rules. <laughs> it rules. <laughs> then some of those rich guys get shot instantly. That's what's great is then they immediately open fire and like three rich... It's like two dudes in a tuxedo and a woman dressed like it's Sunset Boulevard just go <laughs> flying over a table, bullet ridden. 
riddled. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's just a misunderstanding and uh, classic misunderstanding. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I'd be afraid of the monster, but I wouldn't like. I don't know. I'd give it a beat before <laughs> I axe into something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But isn't Wes Studi like? There's no monster. Like he's like next to the monster. He's like, that's, there's no monster in this ship. Yeah, he's a non-believer. Well, there's yeah. even like a Cliff Curtis down, down, down below with he's with True Tr- uh, Tr- Williams and Kevin J. O'Connor, and they're like, Cliff Cliff Curtis is looking at pornography. Kano gets got, and <laughs> it's like do do do, and it's like, oh, there's no monster. What did you do to my best friends? Like, there's a fucking monster. It's this is <laughs> yeah. kind of a weird geography because Kano gets pulled away, but then like. Blood splatters above Treat Williams and Kevin J. O'Connor, and his gun just falls on their table. Yeah, oh, yeah. It seemed convenient. I mean, the monster just like, he's just having fun, you know? Sort of like he gets, he gets here, and then I didn't do like, it, he did it. <laughs> I like the idea of the monster's trying to frame someone on this shit. His prints are on that gun. <laughs> I don't trust that Tree Williams guy. I don't know. I don't know. Look, Maybe. I'm, a, I'm an adventurous eater. I like eating things in different ways. This one's up on the ceiling. <laughs> this one's underwater. I do like Cliff Curtis's death because it reminds me of that scene in Ace Ventura when uh, <laughs> he gets bitten by the, sh- uh, the shark for a minute and he goes back and forth and back and forth. Oh, right? it's yeah. not Snowflake. It's not Snowflake. Oh, right. One yeah. of the non-transphobic moments in Ace Ventura. One of the three. There's a couple. <laughs> I've not watched that movie in years. I, I don't think I could. I think yeah. I would watch it and just be like, both of them for, oh my are. Lord. I mean, for v- totally different reasons. I mean, that first one is like the transphobia is out of control, and the second one is like Tommy Davidson as this like African dude, and you're like G-g-g-g-g. the whole thing. Gulg, Oh yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's just not, yeah. not, that's that's a that's a series, and including Little Ace Ventura, whatever the fuck's oh, going God. on. That, oh, Junior I didn't Detective? see it. I didn't see that one. Where <laughs> there's a little boy Ace Ventura. It's a little kid that I think is his progeny. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's not a prequel. One of many, I would assume. What? Uh, the bastard children of Ace Ventura. Yeah, oh, that, dude's say, never, that dude's I, never wrapping it up. I if read, you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt all of the time, you don't use condoms. Two percent of the human population is derived from Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. That's a it, lot of bad haircuts and annoying catchphrases. And yeah, you can tell if they, you know, if dudes start talking with their asshole, you're like, oh, that guy's related to Ace Ventura. Yeah, that's for sure. Who had the kids in the hallway in school screaming Ace Ventura quotes? I did. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. around the yeah, horn. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Ace Ventura yeah. kid, you had to do it because it's so funny. And I'm using air quotes. Um, <laughs> in any event, so yeah, so now there's two groups of people. They, uh, Treat Williams and uh, Cliff Curtis gets murdered. Uh, Trilliams and uh, Kevin J. O'Connor run into uh, Famke Jansen. There's a very long elevator sequence. Yeah, and it's kind of like that cliched, like we're in an elevator and Girl from Ipanema's playing. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't like that song. No. It's, well, it's <laughs> elevator, like, elevator music has like a gag kind of uh. thing. Right, but more often than not, yes. in an elevator music gag situation, yes. it's the Girl from Ipanema time mm. and again. And now they're supposed to be like kind of love interests, but they really don't go together. They don't work together. I mean, nope. I think Treat's out to lunch for this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, think they push it that hard though. Like he because they he kind of diffuses it because she's like, okay, if you get me on this boat and get me out of here, and he's like, I can get whatever I want. And she's like, oh, fuck, yes, fine, whatever. And he's like, gonna get a cold beer. 
Yeah. So it kind of like diffuses yep. that whole thing yeah, immediately. So. But that's why when at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, when they they're saved, the, yeah. we're making out. And yeah. you're like, nah, man. Like, well, like, he's, he's your a, dad. He's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, she can't be older than like 25 or something. No. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's a 45-year-old man. <laughs> like, and, and he knows it. And that's why he asked for that cold beer. Well, by the way, that's sidebar on Treat Williams, does anyone else follow him on Twitter? No. No. It is a f- delight. He's I'll tell wonderful. you yeah, he's he's posting pictures of like the farm he owns in Vermont. It's like okay. Sam Neil. He he posts oh, pictures. Oh, Sam Neil's a good Twitter yeah. follow. Sam Neil roasted me on Twitter. Oh really? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You gotta tell his story. What happened? I was watching Jurassic Park just like making fun of the, the neckerchief he had in that movie. Yeah. And I I didn't tag him or nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I mentioned Sam Neil shows up just sort of like you should like get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Say that to my pig. <laughs> That's, That's pretty so crazy. Does his profile pic have him in a neckerchief? Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't think it did. His yeah. profile pic is like him on his farm yeah, or whatever. I got to say, I did a, a Skype Q and A with Sam Neil one time for uh, when Hunt for the Wilder People came. Did out. Did he tell you to get over yourself? No, <laughs> but it was awesome because it was you know. Uh, it was nighttime here in, in New York, you sure. know, and but he was back home in Australia, and the whole Skype Q and A was Sam Neill at his kitchen table, and it's just like the newspaper, and there's a cup of coffee, <laughs> and he was a delight, oh, man. absolute delight. So, by the way, Tree Rooms also posts pictures of of cockpits he's in because oh. he, he's one of those actors that flies planes. Oh, oh much like Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. That's why they thought of it. Treat Williams keeps him uh, in, in, in the air, though. Uh, so, so those are two parts of his tweets, and the third part is, <laughs> this Trump's full of baloney. Oh, it's, he's <laughs> so yeah. it's total wholesome content. And it's I mean, good. I'm looking at his feed right now, and his photos are, are definitely, they're like very wholesome. There's, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, like I just, wh- I just I baked this bread. From two days ago, a photo of his garden, I guess. Done. Tomatoes, potatoes, cucumbers, yellow squash, zucchinis, Brussels sprouts, peppers, beets, onions, leeks, chives, pumpkin, arugula. See? I, that's I a get, fucking involved I garden. That, I'll hang out with Treat Williams. It sounds like I could and hang out with him. he hasn't gardened would. in a while. I, <laughs> Wait, I, hold on. <laughs> so it's like a big thing for him to be gardening right now. So it's great. Good for him. I uh, This is awesome information. This is nothing but helpful. I like Treat Williams in a couple of stuff. Do you ever see uh, he plays Michael Eisner, like an evil Michael Eisner in that late shift movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh like, I don't like, remember him in like, that if movie. If you come with us, Dave. Everyone will be like it's basically like he's just being like very the intimidating. Devil. Yeah, he's like that, and he's also evil in. Uh, you ever seen the Devil Zone? That bad Brad Pitt Harrison Ford movie. Oh yeah, is that the movie where Brad Pitt's doing a fucking heinous Irish accent? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. He like plays the head of the mafia, and like he's terrifying. And he's also oh. evil in the Substitute too. <laughs> pre- previous episode. He's very good in uh, Prince of the City. Uh, Lumet. I like him. I That's just don't. A great movie. I just great don't movie. think he's good in. Deep rising for whatever I wish I reason. had his hairline, man. You see, that thing is just like tight. Yep. It's not going nowhere. It's, it's going nowhere. I mean, he's got to be in his, what, his 70s now? That hair's there. That's going to be there till the end. And what a great name. Treat. We've got to bring that back. Name your kids Treat. Yeah, stop with all these, like, you know, the trend now of, like, bringing, like, olden names yeah. back for babies. No, Treat. Like, no, treat. Yeah. Treat. Well, here's here's my 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 son or daughter. Treat. Just watch it because they're gonna start like snack Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where else I'd seen him in because I haven't seen him in a ton of movies. Sure, Everwood. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. He's also the dad in that uh, god awful hundred twenty seven hours. Oh, the James uh, Franco versus is his it arm. God awful. It's pretty bad. I I saw it once. I do not remember much of it. 
Well, oh, if, well we're talking, great. if we're talking the <laughs> shitty Danny Boyle movies, though, this yesterday. I can't. I mean, what are we doing? The Jobs movie were like a world where no one knows who the Beatles are. Yeah, this one guy wakes up one day and the Beatles don't exist, but he remembers them and then he starts playing their songs publicly. And Ed Sheeran goes, Hey, man, that's pretty great. Come open for me on a stadium tour. No. And that's like the movie. I I feel like no one would give a shit. Yeah, I I love the Beatles. (laughs) But like, yeah, no one. It's just rock and roll. It's it's good rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like, it's. (laughs) But no, you like, oh my god! You would never hear a Beatles song like out of context. But, oh my god! You know, like I don't know. Or if you know, it was something that was magically invented in 2019. You'd be like, what is this fucking old rock music? Yes. Right. What is yeah. happening right now? It's pretty derivative of, the, of Spoon, you know. Right. <laughs> Listen, we had we, we had the the the, the band thing back in 2002. <laughs> yeah, the right. career trajectory would be the Lumineers, right? It's like that's yes. what you are now. That movie just looks like shit, and it's I like can't deal with it. Where was the man that gave me shallow graves? What yeah. are we doing? Oh, he's been gone for he's a while. He's dead, dude. He's long dead. Yeah. Uh, I should have suspected something with Slumdog Millionaire. More machine I, than I man. <laughs> um, so we're every, in this movie? I don't know. We're in the elevator. That all happens. It's a lot of like running around, and now everybody kind of meets up together, sort of. Uh, very terrifying elevator falling situation. Oh, sure. That happens. And that's what I have to say about this movie. It's not just like wait around for this monster to do shit. It's like... A human being is putting an axe on another dude's yeah. head. We're yeah. shooting people. Yes. The elevator's yep. falling. There's more going on than just waiting for Jason Voorhees to come out and kill someone. And the monster is very active. Like he, <laughs> This monster hates humans. Yeah, no, he's, like, yeah he's not wants, sleeping at the job either. No, wants to murder everyone. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. So we know that it's his arms, right? And he's got multi-tentacly things. Yeah. I just feel like... You know, you, you ever like try, you drop your keys under your car and you're trying to reach for them? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's... I had that this weekend, dude, but I'll tell you what, it wasn't with keys. It was something much more nefarious, a piece of a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were sitting having lunch in the car and I'm eating this like delectable tuna fish sandwich and I see just part of this too because it was... Dolphin meat. <laughs> it definitely was dolphin Ooh, meat. Uh, a tuna fish sandwich in your car. Bold choice, Andrew. <laughs> in my new car, just tuna fish in it. No, but it was it was not really like uh, a mayo based tuna salad situation. So like the the tuna was way crumblier. He's more, more. mayo than man now. <laughs> and was it buffalo tuna? Like the the meat sack? <laughs> yeah, I was just eating meat from a sack. You know, sitting in my car like you do. And I just saw like your rope belt. (laughs) It's an extension cord. I'll have you know. And I just it was like slow motion. This piece of tuna just like fell and it went like betwixt the seat. Yeah. And Chelsea and I were both trying to get it. It was like, where's that tuna? No. But I'm saying this this animal, this this monster just knows where everybody is. He's making independent moves. He's like using doors. And could you imagine if your hands had mouths on them? How great would that (laughs) be? Every day, every day, I wish that was true. But again, that's another thing where this is like Jurassic Park because there's definitely a shot where like the tentacle comes up and totally like touches the doorknob a little bit. I was like, <laughs> I'm seeing it. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi. I knocked three times. But actually, now you're thinking about uh, mouths and hands. You see this tentacle beast and like it's all these rich perverts. And finally, one guy's like, yes, this is what I paid for. He told me it wouldn't be ready in time, but it's here. <laughs> He's in Devor, man, getting eaten alive, dude. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a documentary about that? Not yet. <laughs> 
Uh, so there's like there's a nice like close quarters hallway situation where there's like fucking carnage going on in this hallway. Mm-hmm. There's a weird like the monsters banging on the walls yes. right here. And now at this point, like we've all robbed the dead of their weapons, so everybody is armed. Yes, Treat Williams is just like blasting this wall. Because like nice. West Studio is like, look. I don't like you, but I respect you as a gun guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's We're like, bonding over being gun guys. Yeah. Hey, man, let's talk about guns when this is all over. Look, you're a piece <laughs> of shit, and I'm a piece of shit. Let's go fight this monster, huh? <laughs> um, I just I, love watching West Studi work. I'm sorry. I just, oh, I'm, I'm into it. Can I tell you, I was at a film festival one time, and West Studi was like... Told the, you to get over yourself. <laughs> I was criticizing a neckerchief he was wearing at the time. <laughs> Yo, I got I got lit up by Sam Neill. So I'm embarrassed about that's, it. That's awesome, dude. No, 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 first of all, you'd be you'd have to criticize a, a, a neckerchief you wore 25 years ago <laughs> in a movie that someone else told him to put on. Um, uh, no, he was like the guest of honor at this film festival, and they did a uh, there was just like a Q and A with him. And this dude was conducting the Q and A. And it was like I I I've I've been around long enough that like I I can't do Q and A's anymore. Yeah. It's just I can't. I've seen enough of them go wrong. I hate it. Mm. I sat through this entire. He he fucking controlled that room. Yeah, just like telling these stories. And the conversation was really around like you know like Native American representation in films and yeah. this kind of this kind of thing. And he was so fucking awesome that like when he appeared on screen in this movie, all of that came back to me immediately. And I was like, Wes Studi's in this movie. Yes. Well, I was like, I was watching him as, I like him as a villain in this. Actually, I, I feel like I haven't seen him as a ton of villains maybe, or maybe I'm just, I don't, I don't think so. I, he'd be a good, like diehard villain kind of a guy. He's, he's, I guess the villain in last of the Mohicans. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Sort of, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I just think about him in heat. Like he's yes. just perfect it's in that menagerie. Awesome that's what's actually was cool about that about that Q and A was a lot of it was him just talking about like working with Michael Mann and like yeah. telling cool Michael Mann stories. Um so oh what's weird right here, and I didn't really I guess it's just because like he's Treat Williams and he's supposed to be like the coolest guy on the yeah. high seas, but like uh, his name is Finnegan, by the way. Everyone's oh. just calling this dude Finnegan. And also, uh, Femke Jensen's name is Trillium St. James. Which is what? Just, <laughs> t- exactly. Just take it again. Whatever you said, just say that again. <laughs> Let's just. Ju- ju- you say Jillian? I heard Jillian. We're going to say Jillian. No, Trillium St. James, dude, that is an 80s porn star if you've ever heard I one. I think she was boarding the boat and saw everyone had like tons of money, and she was just like, yeah, uh, Trillion. <laughs> I've got a trillion. But trillion like, you're around dollars. All, those, all those rich people. What about like a Muffy St. Claude? Claire. Yeah, yeah. Mm. A Chesty LaRue. Right. Hootie McBoob. <laughs> so wait, what are you saying? It is a pleasure ship, I guess. <laughs> Those names would fly. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, no. Um, Treat Williams, like, sort of, like, almost instantly figures out, like, he kind of beautiful minds the whole situation. He's like, oh, I understand it, Anthony Heald. This is an insurance scam. Yes. Like, immediately. And he's like, well, you found me out. And I was like, really, Tree Williams? Like, how on earth did you... Hold on. Did you, you solve this? Well, if Tree Williams is like ferrying terrorists like back and forth <laughs> yeah. across the oh, sea, yeah. he's almost certainly been involved That's in, a, in an insurance scam. <laughs> that, those are his lighter like, days. I, I ran this shit in 85, bud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice rerun of my scam from 85. Been there, done that, West Duty. Well, thank God you're not just throwing children overboard like you, like most of the people I carry and don't ask questions about. <laughs> um, 
so oh, there's also a weird thing around here where like Treat Williams and Famke well, Jensen flirt over a gun. But uh, and back to the insurance scam. Oh so sure, sure, sure. Anthony Heald is like, hey, look, yeah, me and West Studio cooked this thing up. This boat is worth four hundred eighty-seven million dollars. Not too shabby. And like the, the captain's pissed off. He's like, you you risked our lives for insurance. He's like, look, is because you didn't plan ahead. And he's like, look, I just didn't know that the overhead be quite so high. Like, <laughs> it's a Pleasure cruise, motherfucker. Figure it out. Yeah, you got to pay for all that sex insurance. Exactly. I mean, that's you know. Do you think any no none of these rich people are going to sue you to death well, after they get they're well, dead? They've all been shit. And, but out no, by but the original plan is oh. for them to get out safely in like right. uh, like uh, safety boats. Well, I forget what they're called. Lifeboats, lifeboats, speedboats, yeah. or something. Yes. <laughs> it, it is interesting to think about. So on this boat, every single person was murdered by this monster. These are all very wealthy people. These yeah. are sort of like billionaires, mm-hmm. millionaires, uh, billionaires and billionaires. And they're they're international. So presumably their governments are kind of wondering what's gone down. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sort of like, you, you, know. would, you would never be like, oh, it's a monster. Like, no, no, no. There's some sort of like attack happened. Nah, or time what? to increase the estate tax. <laughs> <laughs> if like Mark Zuckerberg suddenly just like disappeared after like. Oh, I we can only right. I mean, the markets are crashing after this. After this. I mean, all these people, the titans of industry are gone. Right? I think, yeah, Treat Williams as Bob Iger or Bob Eisner was also on this boat. <laughs> Wait a second, though. I mean, so this monster then, honestly, I mean, he's setting the reset button on society. Mm-hmm. He is doing it. He's it. doing like what the, can't be it's done. It's like the end of Fight Club. Like, no, I'm doing this to break up Disney. It's the only way it'll work. He's like Bane in The Dark Knight Rises in the stock exchange. Look, they're going to fucking buy Fox. It's going to be a disaster. we got to eat them now. <laughs> and we're going to give it to you, the people. <laughs> you think the ocean is your ally? <laughs> I was born in it. Literally. Yeah, I'm a monster. <laughs> I- <laughs> you know, Bane's... I, I li- Bane had some good Bane's ideas. Bane's great. Bane had some good <laughs> Let's ideas. Let's just say it. <laughs> The Fight Club idea is kind of great. Yeah. Just blow up all those credit card companies. Well, yeah. you know, get that uh, smart bomber jacket over the monster. <laughs> I do, believe do, And you're going to, don't do the, that stuff at home. And if you do. Good of you to join us. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, do it safely when there's no one in the buildings. Uh, Senator Sanders, this is one policy point I think we should just delete from the old list. No, we're going to get all the rich people on a boat and a monster's going to eat them. We're going to get the insurance money. (laughs) I know a guy from Red Hook. He's a great monster. Keep his trap shut. I didn't mean to offend the monsters. It's actually a large ocean worm. Uh, It's an ocean worm from 40,000 feet. Around here, by the way, we have to say this is the first appearance of like the big tentacle, mm-hmm. and they shoot the shit out of it. And what falls out is this dude that's been hanging oh out God. outside, it's and amazing. it's fucking Robocop town. It's this movie never gets there after or before this. This guy's like, and we hold on it for a really long time. Well, you know why? Because a lot of it, and this is like. This is when I realized this is like 100% a Steven, uh, Steven Summers movie. Because this is the same, like, it's an entire person in CGI. Yes. It looks a lot like the way he made uh, Vaslu look in The Mummy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And this is like, this dude just gets spit out and he's like half melted well, or digested. Me, and I, I consider everyone in this room a friend. 
if half of my face is gone and you mm-hmm. can see my skeletal hands yeah. and you're holding guns, you have permission to shoot me right in the head. Tough luck. Yeah, I oh, was absolutely. thinking that too. Watching, I was like, they hate this guy? <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, he's, <laughs> he's clearly in unimaginable agony. Yeah. Just like, put a, put a bull in his head. <laughs> and you're that's right there, your buddies. And I'm watching this for the first time and I'm like, all right, well, who's going to do it? Someone is clearly going to fucking shoot this man in the head. Yeah. And they keep, I think they kind of... In the edit, they're sort of playing that game because yeah. it's like they're all holding the guns and it's Wes Studi and they're all looking around like, <laughs> and then he just kind of falls over, yeah, melts. Just, yeah, well, because he has no face and yeah. no, no hands or nothing. But yeah, you need to kind of, he need at least, if they're not going to actually pull the trigger, that guy needs to be like, kill me, yeah. 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 kill me. And well, they don't and it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> And it's weird because uh, like they must have seen something from Anaconda beforehand because they do the same thing where you can see his hand like tracing along like you can see Owen Wilson's face in oh, Anaconda yeah, yeah, yeah. after oh, he goes oh, yes. oh did they yeah, yeah there's yeah, a little yeah. of that oh going I on. didn't even notice well now already if I hadn't before which I definitely did reason to rewatch this movie <laughs> see <Yeah>. that hand <laughs> CGI hand hey, you guys catch that hand Here's we're in a, <laughs> we're in a position now where we're all running and they, we have to like. Go under. This reminds me very much of like Alien Resurrection, where yep. you go under the water and kind of have to get to the other side, kind oh, of. Oh, right. Only in this movie, uh, Winona Ryder wasn't almost killed. Oh, really? She almost died. Oh, that's the famous story from that movie. In, oh. When they were filming that scene in Alien Resurrection, yeah. she like literally almost drowned trying I to do it. I think Ebert yeah. said this was an Alien knockoff, and he actually put it he on his worst movie. films of all time list or whatever. Let's relax, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> right, number one crash. Believe what you will. <laughs> Did he rate that the number one movie? That's his favorite movie of that year. Jesus, Crash, Christ. Crash. Are you serious? I'm 100 percent serious. That movie. Wasn't his so wife black? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz Wait, this is not the David Cronenberg one. No, no, right? no, no, no. I would understand that and be very, very. I would support that. Listen, yeah. this, no. I mean, that's it. Proves to you though, like that movie. Like no white person was impervious to the fucking scam of that movie. I feel Chaz Eber was like, Roger, come on. Oh, <laughs> it caused a big fight in the Eber <laughs> yeah, townhouse <exactly>. in Chicago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like everyone has to go underwater to get to the other side, kind of a thing. Uh, this is kind of a fun bit of stuff. Somebody gets it here, right? Or no, sure. Clifton Powell gets it here because he blows up. Uh, yeah, he he has oh, a grenade in it. Yeah, oh, this is pretty- a, this is a baller right. situation. If you ever saw one, like mm. he's getting taken, and it's like. We're gonna go to hell tonight, monster! Yeah. And you just see him pull that grenade. Oh, absolutely! Well, also, like after I saw my buddy, like again, faceless, screaming in pain, like yeah, I'm putting a grenade in my mouth. You would have, you would have killed yourself by now. Right? Oh, absolutely! Oh, oh, yeah, no, Steve would have been dead at the toilet death. That's why. I mean, like that's why I won't go on a cruise. Is like I would like take a cyanide pill if like the lights went out. Like that's it. Steve's like, hello. Sounds like a woman was sucked into a toilet. <laughs> well, yeah, the suicide. buffet looks iffy. Better kill myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, after he sees the half melted man and like the Powell's about to shoot him, he's like, I'll get in front of him. <laughs> Anybody uh, cruise people here? I'm not a cruise person. Never been on I've one. Never been. I've never been. Never have. Never I don't will. know that I'd say I'm a cruise person. You I've are. Been a, <laughs> I've been on a cruise. Okay. Uh, I once went on the Big Red Boat. If oh. anybody remembers that, that was the boat owned by like Warner Brothers and all the Warner Brothers characters were on it. Right. I remember this. It's um, You telling the story. I wasn't there. <laughs> well, I, I mean, no. Well, it was a weird, like, it was a. It was a disastrous family vacation where it was half of it was spent in Disney World and then half of it then you went on this big red boat cruise. It was both like, high pressure situations. Wow. Oh no, absolutely. So you got Disney and Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely That's did. It, it was very weird. 
Um, no, this was this was. I've told this story on the air before. Was I? I got lost on the cruise ship. It's very easy to get lost on a cruise ship. I found an elevator, and I was like, okay, well, I know like what deck my my room is on, so let's try to do that. The elevator doors open, and I was clearly in some like employees area. I was like maybe like thirteen or fourteen. And the guy in the dog suit was on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and th- there was an uh, there was a dude who was he was playing a character, and he was off duty. It was a man in a Marvin the Martian costume, but holding the head from the costume like at his side. And I just let the doors. Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like oh oh the reality's been busted. I just don't know if I would want to be like on a boat with a bunch of other people. And the whole thing. Well, I mean, it's very I guess weird. I'm loaded. Maybe that's kind of fun. But. It's like a it's like a floating hotel, basically. It's yeah. a floating hotel situation. But like, we went on this cruise before all of the heinous, like we're shitting in buckets stories. Yes. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. What would it take to get you on a cruise, Jamil? So two things. Because my parents do these all the time. They love them. Yeah. They were in the navy. I don't really understand why they would continue going on. Boats. Yeah, going back <laughs> on boats. Um, but the two things that would get me going on a cruise. I'm both being completely serious here, not jokes. The first would be just I would love a cruise that like sees like exo- like actual sort of exotic natural locations, like, sure. a cruise through like the Alaska, yeah. you know, whatever. Yep, right. That'd be really cool. The other thing would be if like there were a Guy Fieri cruise, <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah. Kid Rock cruise, I'm there. Any any C less C list celebrity yeah. with yep. enough of a fan base to have a cruise, sign me. Up. We're rolling out to the secret island where donkey sauce is from. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I, I was like Ponce de Leon going down there, and I found a <laughs> fountain of donkey sauce in this jungle. And now, with, if you're the guy Fieri cruise, first of all, I love the pronunciation. That's the correct. You got to trill it up, dude. You got to tr- Fieri. And you might have Matt McConaughey hanging out too. Yeah, that's man. right. Oh, that's yeah. right. And he's got the good weed. Quite a revelation that they that, they're hanging out together. I was, I was rocked. I was literally rocked makes, by that makes, news. Like peanut butter and chocolate makes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Total, makes yep. perfect sense. I, that's the thing is, I was rocked and simultaneously not surprised. McConaughey is a clear. He may he put on nice clothes, clean up well. Guy's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I was gonna go, and I mean, it's, I think it's similar. The, if you wanted to make a draft of people who are gonna have a good time tonight. Guy Fieri and Matt McConaughey. Oh, sure. And it's a scumbag time. It is a yeah. scumbag but, time, for sure. It's, but it's also, like, built within that scumbag time, <laughs> it's a lot of good weed. Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking tons of queso. Yeah. Tortilla chips out the ass. Snuff films. <laughs> they're not the, making them, but the they're watching best. them. The I'll kinds the of cruises that I don't understand, though, and I've seen this, I subscribe to the magazine, and they do this, I think, once a year, where it's uh, the nation. Oh, yeah. And they're like, come join the nation cruise. And you're like, why? <laughs> Similarly, though, on the other side of that, there's like Glenn Beck's getting on a fucking boat and he's going to tell you the history of America. And you're like, but why? You I would go on that because that just seems like it'd be, you know. Well, that's like, re- that's like research for you, though. I mean, that, it would be like a, a study of something. You go kind. on a Duck Dynasty cruise. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Any, any, any of that. <laughs> Class of people. hashtag I cruise with Phil, <laughs> <laughs> but I think a stipulation. I can see for myself that, on an ironic cruise, though. I, I can definitely see that happening. There was an ironic cruise that I, I seriously considered, which was uh, it was like bands from the nineties are on a cruise yes. ship, and it was like Goo Goo Dolls, Third Eye Blind. 
unfortunately, I think Smash Mouth was affiliated with it. Uh, Sugar Ray. Semisonic, maybe? Yeah, yeah totally possible. Ooh, I actually saw the lead singer of that band one time. Oh, Gin Blossoms. Yeah, That, and then, that might sell me, the Gin Blossoms. But then I think, unsurprisingly, that was canceled for one reason <laughs> or another. Honestly, I feel like the only the only '90s bands that would be able to sustain like a, a fan base to go because no one makes this music anymore yeah. would be sort of like your Lip Biscuits, yes. like oh, your yeah. your uh, your PODs. Oh, oh, get listen on that cruise. Don't get in the pool. Free cocktails. <laughs> yeah, don't get in the pool, in. man. Yeah. Don't. You're getting hepsy. Oh, you know that pool turns into chocolate into hot dog I mean, they, water. Yeah. Pretty quick. <laughs> cruise ship itself would be one of the ones that they had to quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> You get it at a discount. Everyone's got pink eyes somehow. No, no, no. The band orgy's playing. The band orgy. Too late now. Also, though, that pool is disgusting because someone literally dropped chocolate and yes. hot dogs into Absolutely. that pool That's on that cruise. That's what that is. Um, you can just eat at a buffet just, at midnight, though. That's a real thing on a cruise ship. And for a little fat kid of 14, I oh, was sure. like, you know. I was in heaven. It's like Homer dancing through the chocolate land. <laughs> I was ready to go, man. Uh, we're running around, uh, and now, basically, at this point, I think we, we kind of figure out how to get out. Sort of, or, 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 or this is when we find the feeding room. Uh, there's a, everyone kind of breaks up. Uh, West Studi and Kevin J. O'Connor are buddies all of a sudden, or they get paired up. This is kind of like if they both got out of this movie, I'd watch the Hobbs and Shaw-esque <laughs> follow-up, yeah, yeah. like whatever adventure they went on next. I also I was looking at uh, uh, Kevin J. O'Connor. I'm like, if him and Tom Noonan played like crooked morticians in a movie. Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, they'd have to be brothers. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm watching that movie. I'm oh, watching 100%. Tom Noonan is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, what you know, J- Kevin J. O'Connor, the talent that Did he is, would be lifted up cro- by Tom Noonan. Crooked morticians? Yeah, like they're, what, yeah, what they're they like doing? touching him and stuff. Look what <laughs> evil <laughs> stuff. Or no, they're maybe doing rituals or and stuff. Or grave robbing. Or hiding. Yeah, yeah. Grave robbing. Yeah. Or, oh, uh, wait, was this actually the plot of Bad Boys 2? We're hiding drugs in the corpses? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that would do it. Oh, that's a, that's a thing. A friend of my parents Was had... a crooked mortician? <laughs> maybe. They... <laughs> Apparently he was interviewed in one of these like these like travel channel shows about like ghosts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "Oh, yeah, they were talking about my family like uh, mortuary that closed down, this funeral home closed down." Oh. So he's going to take the money to talk about it on this ghost show cuz people who own it now are claiming it's haunted. And then like my, my mother saw it was on and was like texting him like, "Oh my god." He's like, "Yeah." I don't appreciate the slant they did, and when they were talking about that, my grandfather was having sex with the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> did that make the cut on the travel channel? Apparently, and he like did. He was like kind of unaware of it, and then it was just on the show. That's like what? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Wait, so you're saying that they? They they made this show about an out of business <laughs> funeral home, right? Yeah, and somewhere along it the way, it might be haunted. Yeah. By the way, this guy was totally yeah, it was, was yeah, yeah. You can't you cannot. And you have, have his grandson who was like the family business being like, and he, you know, he's an older guy now, and he's and apparently at the final cut, that's what was there. I but didn't you, see the no, show. But I'm saying you cannot. My mother is a drinker. So <laughs> I won't preface that. Oh, you think she accidentally changed channels and didn't realize what was going on? Just watching a movie. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, if you're making one of these ghost shows, you can't have a thing where we're covering both a haunted funeral home and the general manager was fucking the corpse. I mean, it's, it's a buried lead. That's, <laughs> that's the story. That is the special, exactly. Yes. One I want to watch a documentary about, the other one I do not. And it's the fucking. Uh, that, yeah. about that point, I need a movie that's as long as OJ made in America about this <laughs> one thing. Every nook and cranny of that story, absolutely. Get Peter Himes out here to talk about it again. I don't care. <laughs> oh, he's weird in that. He is funny. Oh, and my man. grandpa went to go sell the corpse to some guys in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those col- I want a whole world about those collectors so much. Dude, yeah, sports like memorabilia people. Gross. Ooh, that's a that's a gross. That would be a gross like Showtime show. But West Duty and uh, Kevin J. O'Connor running, and they're like, we need to slow the monster down. And Kevin J. O'Connor's like, oh man, the only way to that, that to do that would be to feed him. And West Duty shoots him in the leg. Yeah, which fucking is badass. Great move. Badass. Great move West I was like, I know you're the villain, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Also, this guy sucks. You know, you're, you're good. <laughs> This is because it's kind of around here where I was at like peak Kevin J. O'Connor tolerance because it is like super whining. I will say the one laugh that I got is he's like, we're hanging out, like we're right after the elevator scene. He's like struggling to breathe. He's like, can you just like get asthma or do you need to get, do you need to be born with it? Right. And that's apparently one of his his famous uh, improvised lines in this movie. Guy's a genius. Dude's a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, Dr. Jekyll gets eaten around here somewhere. And it's kind of a hilarious, like he's screaming at this thing through a stove. Oh. Right, yeah, because they're locked in the galley at some point. Oh, yeah, he and, he, and he's there. doing the like, I'm just going to stay here because the doors are oh, all right, locked. Right. And this is where Treat Williams tells his bullshit story of like, he's like, you know, one time I saw a guy put a fish in a bottle. <laughs> and then this octopus came by, you know, and he, uh, well, he broke that bottle and ate that fish. And I'm like, oh, great story. Yeah, and they're like, granddad. What's, what's the lesson in Femme? Because it's like, we're the fish. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's kind of, because this movie made me think of Jaws twice. First, when Cliff Curtis gets it, because he's getting pulled around, yeah. much like Robert Shaw. And then this bullshit story is kind of like the G-grade yeah. Robert Shaw story about the USS Indianapolis. <laughs> like, well, like one time I saw a fish get put in a bottle. Yeah, because it's not like... <laughs> Who's putting fishes in bottles? I don't know what sick fucker was doing that either. That's what I mean. It's not like, oh, yeah, one time I was on the boat and all, all these sharks came dollars. I was like... I saw a guy put a fish in a bottle once and an octopus ate it up. That's, as I said, it's the G-grade version of the well, USS That's a story that would be told during scumbag time. <laughs> I mean, I mean if, 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 if Treat Williams is more of like a Bayou guy, yeah. that would yeah. be a better story yeah. for, yes, for a exactly. Bayou type. Yeah. It was something that was happening around a boil. Right, you know, right. Everybody was getting ready to have a feast of some kind. Yeah, that, that same guy would go, he got arrested for going into uh, seafood restaurants and trying to strangle lobsters. <laughs> he uh, then got uh, arrested seems... later for breaking into funeral parlors and fucking the corpses. <laughs> Allegedly. I also love the idea of sending that in a text message. I did not appreciate when they brought up that my dad had sex with corpses. I was told this Frowny face emoticon. Oh, you know what's a weird uh, effect that they put in when they find the... I know we're past it at this point, but the hall of gore slash this monster's toilet. Uh, They're looking around at all these bodies... And there's just like voiceover, like the screams you didn't get to hear. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, come on. No, that's the haunting. It's happening already. Oh, yeah. shit. Instant haunting, Instant huh? Instant haunting. <laughs> yeah, the um. ghosts are unionizing at that point to start talking about where they want to be. These ghosts are going to get together. I got a guy in Red Hook. We're going to unionize these ghosts. Get a collective bargain. Our way into heaven. <laughs> 
collective boogan. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh-huh. Moving uh, on. So yeah, we're all running around. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor makes it sort of. He he like runs away and he finds West Studi. This is him being eaten by like he's like about to t- chew West Studi out because like, you shot me in the leg, man. And he looks at him and he looks like he's like getting like completely. He, West Duty's making this weird face. It's that face it's you ass make. stuff is happening. Yes, it's like, oh, I, I'm realizing right at the second I'm getting food poisoning. <laughs> like, that's the face well, that he makes, but it's because half of himself is in this tentacle. And this, I beef with it because it's like, you have rapidly eaten every other person. Why is, like, West Duty the uh, one that you're savoring? Well, because this is, I mean, this, it's, we're getting towards the end. There's only, like, three people left here. <laughs> This is like the monster's wafer thin mint. Oh, like he's, he's aperitif, oh, you say? Oh god, I don't know if I can eat anymore. <laughs> I better get a bucket. I'm going to throw it. I mean, in this case, was this whole thing sort of like a, it was like a, like a people eating contest? <laughs> <laughs> like the monster has like there are other monsters in the sea. <laughs> yeah, like, you, gotta, you gotta find something <laughs> and then. Eat as many as you can. Yeah. He's like Jerry O'Connell in Stand By Me. He's eating all those pies. Oh, man, if he's puking up skeletons. <laughs> oh, I could, I could eat West Duty. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 it's cool. He's not that big. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get it. Like once, <laughs> once, once uh, when I was in college, there was sort of like a taste of the town thing, and I was with my Ooh. girlfriend. I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to try every single restaurant oh, in this no. town." <laughs> and two hours later, I'm like on her bed in her dorm room. Like, you have to put a bullet in me now. <laughs> I'm going to die. So I get, I get it. I, I did it, but kill me. <laughs> I said I could eat all these fried people, but I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, God. Was, oh, man, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done You know, that speedboat was too much. Honestly, it sounded like a good idea at the time. Uh, wait, they shot the half-disintegrated man out of me. I can make room now. Now, don't fill up on speedboats. You'll spoil your dinner. <laughs> And oh, also the boat sinking. Just to add the a boat sinking, sinking. Yeah. Uh, timeline to it. But here. West Duty is like, uh, there is this thing where uh, Kevin J. Connor's got a gun. He's oh, been, oh yeah. And he's like, you know what, man? Don't say I never gave you nothing, which is a pretty good line because he's like, hey, go shoot yourself in the head because right. you're about to be have the worst death imaginable. Right. And West Duty tries to kill him anyway, <laughs> which is kind of great. It's awesome, but then I mean, dude, this—it's monster karma, man. He yeah, then it's... goes to commit suicide. No more rounds left in the chamber. Oh, that's a rough ride. That's gonna—you're gonna remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're going—you're riding straight what? to hell, dude. You're about to be about turned that. into a Gatorade. So uh, <laughs> you remember it for ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff's going on. Anthony healed. Also is trying to kill people too because and again like I don't because he's like I can't have witnesses for my big insurance game. I'm like dude monsters are real <laughs> yeah let's all get out together and figure that when you're when you're in the in the military hospital an hour later maybe you want to like stuff a pillow over somebody's face that's when you kill people <laughs> I mean right now I need everybody to get off this boat. your insurance scam is over if they ever find this boat and it's full right. of skeletons <laughs> like just go with the monster angle and pretend you never did the insurance scam. Exactly. And I think someone does bring up the point like, hey, man, I'd rather do a little time uh, than be eaten and digested and shit out by this monster. Yes, precisely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he's running around. uh, We get back on. Treat Williams gets back on the boat. And Kevin J. O'Connor is like dead, sort of, right? Yeah. There's like goop everywhere in his hat. His beloved hat is there, so you know he's dead. Is it a, uh, like, we're in the late 90s, he's wearing a Kangol hat? Is yeah, that what kind I'm of remembering? Okay. Yeah. Or, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, 
this kind of character would wear a Kangol hat in that fashion. Well, it's, not a, it's like a Kangol style, but Ish, not exactly. Right, a yeah, no, it wasn't officially Not licensed. a Sam Jackson Kangol. Is he still wearing those or no? I, I think so. A, I feel like he still is. Is yeah, he still sponsored a, by I mean, he's Kangol? like a seven-something-year-old black man. He wears whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, he's, not, he's not taking fashion tips from me, that's for sure. <laughs> the biggest proof of what you just said was what he wore to his 70th birthday party, which I think is the coolest. Does anybody see this? Birthday the, suit? <laughs> no, it was, I think, well, I think one, I know this all from LeVar Burton's Twitter feed because he was invited to it and he fucking live streamed the entire party, uh, which I don't know if Sam Jackson appreciated, but I believe it was at the Apollo Theater and he wore a suit that just had the title of every movie he's ever been in <laughs> all on this suit. And I was like, yep, the good ones are on there and the fucking horrible ones are on there and you don't care and you're one of the coolest dudes of all time. But it, was, it was like, you know what it was like? It was like Denzel Washington's Halloween costume. It, or is it Denzel Washington's Halloween costume in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia where, where he's the, the lawsuit? lawsuit. Yeah. It was that. Which I went for at one year. You did do that. Yeah. You that was pinned bad. garbage to yourself. <laughs> and also, like, it's different when... Yeah, very that, easy. FYI, that? it's different than when Denzel Washington does it and then when you do it. <laughs> FYI. Yeah, we're both charming. Chris, yeah. Chris Cabin covered in garbage. How's that different from any other day in the year? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was actually Robert De Niro in Brazil. <laughs> nice. I just love that that like he was pointing out like there was like snakes out of plane yeah, was like on his eye. You could put great. Freedom Land in the armpit. You don't gotta <laughs> you know place him somewhere. Knowing that Lavar Burden was invited to his birthday party just makes you wonder if sort of like was this like if you were a black if you're a black <laughs> person entertainment yeah. if you weren't invited to this oh, is this definitely. like a massive <laughs> snub? Yeah. yeah, you're just sort of like. You know, well, I, I guess. Quit. I guess. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You wonder who 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 made the list. Who didn't? I mean. Like. I guess it must have been Piers Lavar. And yeah. That that sounds. I mean. Right. I don't know if Sam Jackson's like a Trek fan, but maybe he's like a Roots guy. And he's yeah. Like, All true. right. Yeah. yeah like, and past Cross and Strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like you know, like certain people, like he was up against, might not make it. Like uh, you know, like uh, I feel like. Uh, Courtney B. Vance wasn't invited because, like, they they oh, you fought think for the same role. Yes, exactly. The, the, fuck that guy. He got that <laughs> Too role. many audition rooms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, rooms. No, dude. Sorry, dude. Uh, you again, huh? Well, it, it was always Sam Jack. Like Sam Jackson won. Like I, I think Courtney B. Vance was invited. He's like, fuck that guy. I'm not. Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> definitely. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay tribute to Samuel L. Fucking Jackson. <laughs> that's what I need to do. I just like the idea of Samuel Jackson's wife going through the list. Blair Underwood. <laughs> really? You think? Ah, uh, maybe. I guess, yeah. We got the space. Why not? The Tyrese? Space. <laughs> maybe Sam Jackson really loves like the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Oh, yeah. No, Tyrese has to come. Uh, so, yeah, this boat's sinking. We're trying to get off it. There's like... Hilariously, because it's the late '90s, jet skis are involved. We got we have a little jet skis into the equation. Uh, yeah, so like basically, there's this thing where like uh, Trulims is using his own boat as a bomb, kind of a thing to blow up the the thing, right? And that's his mission. He's gonna get on this jet ski. He needs to get some speed on there. Uh, Anthony Heald thinks he's winning the day by getting on Treat Williams' boat. By jumping off the, the side oh of my his God, boat and dude. breaking his feet. It's and great. It's a, a thing in... I mean, I have seen... We just talked about the shunting a little while ago. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen society multiple times. But, like, if you show me a compound fracture in ooh, a movie, ooh. look out below. And that's what happens here. Mm-hmm. He gets a compound fracture because he jumps, like, 50 feet off the cruise ship onto Treat's boat, mm-hmm. and his, his fucking bone pops out of his leg, and you're like... <laughs> and he's still thinking about this insurance scam. Yeah, exactly. This is still in front of his mind. 
I wonder if I can deduct this. So he climbs into the uh, the pilot's chair because it's a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Just in time to blow up with the most of the ship and I guess part of the monster? Well, th- th- Treat Williams fights the monster right. face-to-face first. Right. This is another horseshit moment where I guess the monster was just like a little full and it was just waiting for a while because Treat Williams is like raised up like yeah. Fay Ray with King Kong. This is when we realize he's he is Cthulhu. He's not a bunch of monsters. He's yeah. a big... Uh, there's a know. big like head. And also, actually, I don't know uh, who here has played Mario Odyssey. I have. But yep. does the squid monster in that game yeah. not you know, somebody you think not the, not yeah. resemble the sure, monster yeah. from, from Deep you Rising? Can, you can definitely steal from Deep Rising. No one cares. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying because yes. I've been going through Mario yeah. Odyssey yeah. recently. Yes. Uh, when this monster was finally revealed, and you mm. see the big head. I was like, oh, right. mm. oh, okay. I'm still digesting with Studi. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, Famke Jansen's here. Oh no. Okay, one of you gets to go. I can't do all of it. Oh God. They do start shooting limbs off, though. Yep. And, oh, Treat Williams Great shoots this thing in the eye. What, what are you say? looking at? Yep. What are you looking at? Shoots him in the eye with a yeah. shotgun. And we should say that he's had a catchphrase this whole time in this movie, which is, now what? Which is like every time something goes wrong, like mm-hmm. the elevator right. goes out, he goes, now what? When yeah. they go in this big room, he says, now what? Which, again, it's a shitty F-grade version right. yes. of uh, Han Solo. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. 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 Yep. Just, just, they really were asking him to turn this movie down, <laughs> um, daring him to do so. And like, so he's on a, a jet ski with Famke Jansen. We're running around. We finally get off the thing. The, the, we do see the boat explode. You don't know that the, I mean, the monster does die, but I kind of want to, like, let's see some meat. Some meat flying around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. a big hunk of something falls on their face. You should probably say how the monster looks terrible. <laughs> yes, uh, like yes. For most of the movie up to this point, you don't really see much glimpse, glimpse of the monster. You sometimes see tentacles. They're fine. It's mm. kind of dark and whatever. Yeah. But here in the end, you see the monster and it's like full, you know, computer glory and it looks like shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is 1996 CGI to the limit. It's pinker than I would have thought it would be. Yeah. Too. It's very pink. <laughs> it did have those dreamy blue eyes yeah, yeah. that was something <laughs> I mean like I know that you have to make the eyes accentuated because it is like it's about to get shot in the eye but it does it's just a little too silly looking like you know it's yeah it's like it, there you see it earlier and it is very grisly and gross and now it's like it's got a whole face yeah it's making facial expressions yes. even. you can see it be aggravated you mm. can, it's got a full tummy <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so they're on the jet ski. They finally make it to this island. And I read because um, Kevin J. O'Connor died, but in test screenings, they people in the audience were so upset. What, about, his fucking family? Who was complaining? I don't know. But they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you killed Kevin J. O'Connor. So they reshot the ending uh. because you could tell, like, they're like, oh, man, Joey died. And, like, they're, like, making out sort of. Yeah. And he just shows up. Hey, guys, I found a surfboard or something. And he even makes some reference to, like, they hit him with the jet ski. Like, they drove right <laughs> past <laughs> Which, if you're reshooting this whole thing, reshoot that. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> Joey, Joey died. It's really sad. Hey guys, bump. It's really sad. <laughs> so that Joey super died. sad. I would prefer the naked gun version. <laughs> Did you hear something? No, it was super sad though. Just, poor Joey, man. Pour one out for Joey, guys. <laughs> I'm still here. No, nope, no, nope, Joey's dead. <laughs> they back up. <laughs> Thud. 
Uh, but like he's like, and th- this is when like he uses the word lip action, which I've never enjoyed. Because he's like, I, I don't think I've ever heard. Yeah, have you no, heard it's, this it's like a movie cliche. I think it's just guys... from all the time Steve has watched Deep Rise. <laughs> yeah, oh, here's the lip action line. He's like, oh, you guys are getting into some serious lip action. Don't stop on account of me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Steve at 13. Can I lip act with you? <laughs> oh, man. I'm a lip actor. <laughs> I, mean, I lip act so well. Look, this was so. This came out what? 90? I was kissed by my grandmother today. Another <laughs> lip actor. Another one of these lip actors in Sandy Hook. No, this was what ninety eight. So this is like three years after she was already Zinnia on a top. Yeah. Like yeah. this was every heterosexual yeah. teenage boy's dream. Sure, come on. Come on. Anyone on the spectrum is like, I'm going to see what that looks like. Um, <laughs> maybe she'll strangle me to death with her thighs. Exactly. I mean, maybe that's your thing. I maybe. don't know. Um, so, and like, you know, this is the end of this movie. We're on this big island, and like, even Kevin Jr. kind of like, wow, this isn't such a bad place to hang out. And guess we'll have to repopulate the earth. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Uh, too bad my girlfriend died and I don't give a shit. What? Who? Yeah, exactly. Dude, they do a thing where Treat Williams is like, uh, by the way, I think Layla's dead. And like Kevin J. O'Connor politely nods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I knew it was too good to be true. Oh, man. She had our Alice in Chains concert ticket. <laughs> now I'm never going to. Oh, man. Uh, and an earth curdling scream and everything kind of. The whole island shakes. <laughs> We pan back, we see a volcano, and I watched this for the first time this morning. Yeah, oh, nice. And I was like, wait, are there, there's a deep rising coming out of the land now? <laughs> there's yeah, dude, another a lava deep monster. rising? But apparently that's not the case. Well, so at least if, if well, the but, IMDb... But the last line is... Oh, right. Treat Williams says, now what? Here's a question, because I don't remember exactly. Does that now what come after we hit the blackout? Oh, what? oh, do we no. like cut to black and then it's a now what? No, I think it's I think it's now what then we cut to black. Okay, yes. because if it's cut to black and then now what? Way cheesier. Yeah, yeah. no, it's 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 a classy film. It's Stephen Summers. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Um, but so if if the IMDb trivia is to be believed, this movie was supposed to be setting up a reboot of King Kong, which the- Stephen Summers was going to direct, and this is supposed to be them. <laughs> Crash landing on Skull Island. I mean, I, I love that the idea is like, well, how are we going to get people to see a, a King Kong movie? Well, what if we tack it on to the end of a movie nobody gave a shit about? Like, like it just doesn't make any sense. It, it is, just, if that's true, it is, it is the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. How how did they crash on on the island? What the, what got them there? Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe they just you know they were like sailing and then crash land. No, too too easy. Too <laughs> we did a whole movie. Insurance scam, About mercenaries. Yeah, exactly. Although I'll say, if you left out the deep rising monster and it was just a story about a weird fucking degenerate sex cruise yeah where something went awry because of a storm mm-hmm. and a couple of survivors then wound up crash landing on skull island now that's a turn yeah because yeah. you haven't seen or heard a monster that entire film because it's just people fucking goats and gambling or get rid of uh, the tentacles and just give me a wet ape <laughs> Give me King Kong in the water. An ocean ape. Kong was going for a swim. The boat hit him and he got pissed off. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Well, Stephen, Deep Rising didn't do well, but, uh, you know, we're going to give you King Kong. It has to be Deep Rising 2. <laughs> deep it's Deep Rising, rising 2. King Kong. 
Deep Rising to Kong coming like that. I yeah. I no, it has that. to be called King Kong. No, Deep Rising to King Kong exists. Well, it's it, it, it's one thing to do your first Batman movie, and at the end he flips the card over like, ooh, the Joker's coming next. It's right. another thing to not have a franchise in a movie whatsoever, and then yeah. at the end it's like, by the way, King Kong. <laughs> at the end of Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, Batman just comes. Yes, in. exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's it's as incongruous. Oh, that should have been sp- uh, Spider Noir. Or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. You show up fighting tentacles, and then they show up with, with giant apes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's escalation. And that giant ape, he's wearing Kevlar. <laughs> Kevlar butts. I'm not wearing monkey pants. <laughs> I don't know. That's just it's yeah, a, exactly. this a ape has a flair for the theatrical. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did. Oh, maybe King Kong was best friends with the sea creature. He's like, no, <laughs> oh, no, not Dave. That was my girlfriend. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and now Dave's not here, man. Yeah. Oh, that's because <laughs> then he just starts smoking weed on the island. That's right. Um, well, it's just it's totally bizarre and like. The fact that you don't see anything. Yes. How is the audience supposed to think any of that? Well, I which mean, is why it's like well, a little that's why I'm pointing it out because this morning I didn't know anything about it. I didn't read the trivia. Yeah. I did not get any of this Kong yeah. stuff. Well, no, I mean, the idea it works quote unquote both ways. The other idea is like now they're on another island. What other wacky shit's gonna happen? Right? Question mark. Yeah, but then it's a weird like your King Kong movie has to star Treat Williams, <laughs> Famke Jansen, and Kevin J. O'Connor. It's never gonna happen. I don't know no. why anyone was just like Stephen. No. But then I think because like this movie didn't really work out, and they were like dragging ass. He was like, mm, "How about I just go direct the Mummy yeah. instead?" Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Land Tentacles, and they would call it Land Rising. Land Rising would be something. It's a bad title, uh, but yeah, it would no, be a, a terrible title. Land Tentacles just seems like Tremors. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's yes. I think that's what yeah, that's what the Tremors were, Land Tentacles. Um either way, it was a huge failure and that none of that happened. Yep. But apparently just through like a development hell, whatever the fuck, that initial seed of an idea supposedly became the Peter Jackson King Kong. Which take it or leave <laughs> like, it. I don't know. Peter Jackson. Well, wait, I have to, I'll do King Kong, but does Treat Williams really have to be in it? So I really hate Treat Williams. <laughs> hate him. Hate the substitute. Nope. And this too. has to be called Kong Deep Rising 2? There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stupid stipulations here. I mean, who even saw that? Did anyone even see that movie? <laughs> um, well, people in this room certainly did. So I guess the question on the table, and we'll start with our guest Jamel, would anybody recommend this movie? Um, I, I'm in the tank for this movie. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh it's it it doesn't quite work right. Trying to like kind of mash together three different genres of movie doesn't really work all that well. Yeah. But it's still extremely entertaining. Just the fact that they they attempted to do it. The fact that they have all have a, a murderous row of great actors in this sort of like kind of slumming it in this very bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I don't know. There are great kills. Uh, I think Treat Williams is kind of like a really fun protagonist to have. And uh, it's like a, it's like a perfect. Again, it's a perfect. It's late at night. You want to watch a movie. You don't want to think too much about it. Mm-hmm. Put this on. It's. I think it's this. I, I agree, and I, I do really like this movie. It's. I, Fuck I, you, Cabin. Off the air, you said you loved it. I loved it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not so shit. effusive. I love this movie. Yeah, it's you it's do. the 
like best version of like I'm trying to make a B movie with a bigger budget, mm-hmm. which everybody tries to, but I think Steven Summers actually does this shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has um, one thing the CGI kind of ruins it a little bit. Yeah, uh, they had Rob Botton did the uh, design, uh, and he was the guy who did the thing, yeah. the fog, uh, Mission Impossible. For some reason, I don't know what creatures in that. Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, he, he did. <laughs> that the design was dude who's John Voight. Um, but like I think if and he wanted it to be practical effects and I think if you had had him doing the practical effects it'd be great that would that would sort of kind of amp it up but still best summers uh, by a mile and uh, a hell of a watch yeah I agree I I do think that like Steven Summers works better as a B-movie director and like this kind of whatever hybrid thing I do yeah it just it's super watchable like this movie if this was on cable I feel like what used to be on when I watched it was on cable a lot and like Probably not so much anymore, but like it's a great cable movie. Like mm-hmm. you can go to the bathroom for a little while, come back. You can go to the bathroom for a long yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can skip twenty minutes of the movie and just hop right back in. <laughs> oh, absolutely. When they get in the elevator, go right ahead. And yeah, it's, it's I think it's super fun. The cast is great. Uh, the cast is very fun. Anyway, great, <laughs> tough. No, it, it's a, a, a heart, hearty recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I would yeah. say Hangover movie, sure. Yeah. But it's very light recommend for me. It just uh, we saw yeah. this morning for the first time with a cup of black coffee. I did. Yeah, nine a.m. with black coffee. Big problem. You gotta start watching movies like this when the sun goes down. Yeah. Well, I'm too busy here. <laughs> so there it is. I this was a great delight. I really enjoyed watching this. And what was funny was, I mean, I used to rent movies like this all the time in the 90s. Mm. And it was one of those things where I was like, you knew what this was. It was right there, man. You could have done it then. You waited 20 years to fucking watch it. Uh, But I'm glad I finally watched it. It's a definite hangover movie. It's a definite, I'm uploading a huge video file and I need something on. So the hell with it. I'm going to put it on. I will be revisiting this at, at some point. I Look think. out for the hand, dude. What's that? The hand in the tentacle. Yeah, the hand in the tentacle. Oh, right. Oh, I, I gotta, I gotta yeah. go look. Hand spotting. That's right. No bathroom breaks. <laughs> that is Deep Rising from 1998, directed by Stephen Summers, who I believe is technically in movie jail right now. Is he? Yeah, because he Throw had that. Throw away the key. He had that um, that weird Anton Yelkin movie. Odd yes, Thomas. Odd Thomas. Yeah. That that was like 2013. I think was the last we heard of Mr. Summers, unfortunately. And he did not direct that third Mummy movie. Oh, he uh, didn't. No, huh. our our good friend, uh, noted Hollywood scumbag Rob Cohen directed that. Oh, movie. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Stephen Summers. I think uh, wound up being like a producer on it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there is that. Uh, if you want more, we hate movies. Check out. Uh, Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. A lot of great stuff uh, out there, as always. And again, by the way, this is part of the summer blockbuster extravaganza, which I did not mm-hmm. mention up top. But uh, Steve Sadak, uh, speaking of which, as you pull it up right now, how long can I drag this out without having to cut it uh, in, the, in the editing room? It's your, your, Steve get Sadak. Get out of your spam. You don't, you know, you don't, it's, it's, not, it's a spam. 400-plus four, episodes. Why do you have an email called Lip Action? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Gosh darn it. Steve's wearing a cool Return of the Jedi t-shirt. It's nice. I'm actually jealous. Not too shabby. Okay, so Steve Sadak, the summer blockbuster extravaganza continues next week. What do we have on the docket? We are uh, kind of coinciding with our upcoming uh, show in Chicago, uh, which we're doing Child's Play. Uh, Tickets are still available. You want to check out uh, whmpodcast.com slash check that tour tab. Click on that tour tab. That's right. Uh, But we are doing Bride of Chucky next 
next week in the studio. Ooh, that's Ooh. right. So this is him and uh, I almost Jennifer said Marissa Tomei, Jennifer but Tilly. yes, it's definitely Jennifer Tilly. And um, uh, John Waters cameo. Woo! Ooh, really? I've never yeah. seen this movie. Oh, yeah. This, uh, the, the latter Chucky movies were hard skips for me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not hard. It was easy to <laughs> skip yeah, it yeah. hard. Of course. <laughs> Uh, and of course, big thanks to our buddy Jamel Bowie for coming. Yay. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. My We've pleasure. Been trying to get you on the show for a while now. So this was very cool. And you had a fucking ace pick, my friend. Thank so, you. Uh, thanks so much. Drop back anytime you're in town. We're happy to have you. So until next week with Bride of Chucky, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zidak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And Jamel Bowie. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.